Welcome to Season 4 of the Talking Lead AK Corner. Proudly presented by Citri Hall. <laughs> yes, baby. Yes, that's what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. Marco yeah. brought the party, man. Yeah. <laughs> it was Marco Verobius, and I like to party. <laughs> <laughs> it's an upside down AK. All right. Let's get this, let's get this party started then. All right, all right, all right, AK heads. We are back with another episode of the Talking Lead AK Corner. This is your September edition of Season 4. So welcome in. And this is the big BFT, Century Arms BFT 47 giveaway episode. And for our video audience, you can see that we have our panel of judges assembled. And uh, this is going to be fun. We're going to have a good time. Been looking forward to this. I've extended it a couple of months to give everybody an opportunity. Everybody was saying, you know, give me another month, give me another month, give me some more time. And I pushed it for as long as I could. And I think we've got some good entries now, and uh, we're going to have a good time judging them today. So I will go around and first introduce my distinguished panel of judges. First, we have my co-host of the AK Corner. We have Brian Keeney with Occam Defense. Brian, welcome in. Wonderful to be here as always, talking about something I love with some really cool people. Glad you could make it. We know that you are on just uh, scant minutes of sleep, so uh, we appreciate you sacrificing, and please apologize to your family for me stealing you for a couple hours here. Thanks. Yeah, a, a part of yeah, a couple of us here were at uh, Jaeger's send-off, and uh, so I, I just rolled in this morning quite early, so uh, if, if I sound a little off, uh, please forgive that. Yeah, that's just normal. That's normal for you. <laughs> a little more off than normal. There may be crayons involved. Yeah. And then joining us for two episodes in a row, ladies and gentlemen, we have Professor Paul Markle joining us. Paul? Hey, how come my thing says guest user? I don't I guess you need to change it. No, I typed in my name. You did? And, and I hit join meeting and it... I think it's so the uh, ATF what, what fucking What were you born again? Paul? What year was I born? Yeah. 1967. Well, there's the problem. <laughs> okay. Okay. Whatever. So, yeah, it's me. There we go. There we go. Uh, and then also joining us, um, is this your second time this season, Marco? Or first? Uh, on this kind of format, yep. Okay. We had the telephone uh, conversation before that. I got you. I got you. So, Marco, and I think you were on our uh, season three finale, the big one that we had with with everybody. That might have been the last one that you were on. But Marco yeah. Vorbiv, ladies and gentlemen, yay! <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Nice to be here. I mean, really enjoy it. Enjoyed the last one. Enjoyed the season finale. Well, you are a crowd favorite from all the uh, the responses and feedback I get. So. Uh, Treat for our leadheads. It's kind of humbling. Thank you very much, whoever's listening and watching. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, And then another um, returning guest. I don't know. This is probably your fourth or fifth, maybe sixth time on, James. James Bezak with Factory 47, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, what's up, leadheads and fellow Kalosh enthusiasts? It's good to be back. I missed a few there that I was supposed to be on. I apologize profusely, but... uh... We'll get her done today. Like last month. 
like last month. And the one before, <laughs> before that. I've been a bad boy, but I'm, it's good to be here. Uh, that's okay. They forgive you for that discount code that you gave them there. You know, that, that makes there up for go. it. See? That makes up for it. And then making his second appearance on the Talking Lead AK Corner, we have none other than Clay Owens. Clay, welcome in. Thanks for having me back. Good to meet a lot of you guys for the first time. Look at that mic. It lights up when you when you touch it. Yeah, it's my mute button. <laughs> I got it. I got it. So um, there's our panel of judges. The Century Arms fellows were supposed to join us, but they're out doing events and traveling, and uh, they were going to be driving, and the Internet was going to be spotty, so I just told them that unless they had good connections not to, uh, to call in because sometimes that makes it a little more difficult. But I think we got it covered, guys. I think we can handle it. Hey, I'm Adam with Canic USA, here talking about an exciting new addition to the Canic Firearms line, the Canic Mete Pro Series. Each Canic Mete model will now feature a Pro version as well as a standard configuration, meaning you get all the amazing features that come with the Mete line, along with some serious upgrades. These upgrades start with an instantly noticeable feature in the new aggressive slide cuts, which not only look cool, but allow for easier manipulation of the firearm. Next is the chrome-plated, fluted, one half by 28 threaded barrel. The Pro Series also features tritium front sights and blacked out rear sights. Finally, the world-famous Canic Trigger is now a polymer 90-degree design. The first two available versions of the Pro Series will be the Canic Mete SFX and the Canic Mete SFT. But as I mentioned before, there's much more coming soon. Thanks for watching, and you can find out more about the Pro Series and all Canic products at CanicArms.com and CanicUSA.com. And don't forget, subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can be informed of all the latest Canic news. And as always, stay safe and stay tuned. So, um, before we get started, Brian had mentioned um, earlier that we had attended a, I guess it was a remembrance event, a memorial ceremony for James Yeager. As most of our listeners know, especially if you listened to my last episode, I did a, a tribute to James Yeager in the previous episode uh, where I kind of went through and took some clips from the interviews that we had done with James over the years and kind of compiled them into one and gave you the opportunity that you could go and listen to the full episodes if you wanted to. Um, but it was in Camden, Tennessee. It was this weekend. And uh, I don't know, hundreds, thousands of people. I don't, I don't know. People just kept rolling in. Um, it was a, a very eye-opening event to to see all the lives and people that James has touched over the years and influenced. And uh, it was just a good opportunity for everybody to get together and celebrate the life of James Yeager. Brian was there. James was there. Paul couldn't make it, but he had, uh, you know, he, he and James were really good, real close friends. And, you know, they had some conversations prior to, and I'll let you talk about that, but just kind of want to go around the, the table here and, you know, just do a little, uh, uh, your thoughts and on James and, you know, first time you met him and the influence that he left on you. And we'll go around and we'll start with uh, Brian. Yeah, so he, James touched a bunch of lives in a bunch of different ways. 
and uh, because I'm on the industry side here, I'll I'll talk about that. And and Occam Defense, I don't think there's an Occam Defense without James Yeager and Tactical Response. The my first product came out of failure of a gun of an AK at Tactical Response um, under some really hard conditions, and that was one of the things that that you could really get out of the facility and the organization there was a very credible real world testing environment, a lot of adverse environmental conditions, high round counts, a lot of sand, a lot of clay. Um, it's really good for breaking stuff, including optics, break, you break all kinds of things there. Um, and with James, he was, after he saw the first thing I came up with, he's like, that needs to be a company and you need to do more of that. And at the time I was a, um, R&D physicist in the tech industry and um, had done mostly electronics, but some mechanisms as well, some mechanical stuff. And uh, that really launched a dramatic change and, you know, beneficial improvement in my life. It's been extraordinary to um, to be doing this. And uh, so we owe them a big debt and there are a ton of companies out there that are my my example is by no means special and by no means the brightest example. Uh, Marty Daniel came through tactical response early on, but when way before Daniel Defense, and and uh, had an interaction that led to the founding of Daniel Defense, and uh, so that's just extraordinary. James is responsible for a lot of products, but you know one of the also one of the other things that he was super proud of that I'm going to mention briefly is the popularity of tourniquets. He used to say, that's mine. That's that's my one for making it cool. And um, so, you know, there and and Paul has been right there alongside him with that. Um, and be fun, Paul, for you to actually I'm going to shut up about that. You know more about it than I do. And you got that cool story about your own. Your well, own actually, thing. I want to say, Paul, I want to say Paul for last because he's going to have, you know, the, the best insight because he was really close with with James. Good, so Good deal. Well, I'll just close up by. <clears throat> Actually, I'm not even going to say that because Marco's story is – I don't have to say what I'm going to say because Marco's going to say it. So, <laughs> okay, yeah. so, so we'll go to Marco now. Yeah, as I was mentioning earlier and kind of missed my cue there, um, I kind of jumped the gun. But anyway, so um, before I met James, I knew of him, right? And and like I said, it was uh, – he was kind of um, uh, flowing freely through the uh, – the the web interweb and stuff and and the uh, um, uh, cousin and uh, so and, and of course uh, you know we know that we have to believe everything internet says and uh, so you kind of build your um, preconceived idea of what the person is like without ever talking to him or meeting a person which of course we know is all crack of poop right and uh, so i uh, actually met him for the first time at the shot show years ago and uh, i kind of came over i introduced myself and uh, what the first reaction was just as if uh, you know i wouldn't say close friends but definitely people who knew each other kind of met together and we had a wonderful and a very cordial conversation where I immediately realized how professional James was and uh, and uh, how you know all the nonsense that was 
spinning around in the in the uh, internet sphere and stuff was complete and utter bullshit coming from whiners. And uh, <laughs> James was kind of like a straight shooter and no nonsense kind of guy. I mean, he wouldn't be bothered. In my opinion, that I formed of him was like a consummate professional who can't, who doesn't have time for the nonsense, and uh, you know, he just what he done and what he did. He shot it straight. And um, I have to say that uh, industry lost um, big with uh, James passing. So, uh, yeah, unfortunately, we lost a huge asset. Absolutely, Clay. What about what about you? You ever have any interactions with uh, with Jaeger? Very briefly. I didn't know. I didn't get the uh, privilege to know him as well as some of you gentlemen. I uh, did have the privilege to bump into him and geek out a little bit at SHOT Show a couple times, as a lot of us did. And uh, as uh, as you so eloquently put it, not at all what he is perceived to be uh, from a lot of uh, Internet uh, people. But I, one thing I've always respected about him in a time where not a lot of people were doing very AK-specific classes like specific most classes for the past two decades are all very ar specific especially especially defensive carbine classes i don't really know of anyone that was really doing specific bring your ak we're going to focus specifically on ak mechanics all day how to fix it how to reload it how to zero it ak zero everything about an ak is way different than how you'd run an ar he was one of the ogs doing that offering classes specific to that platform not a lot of people to this day offer specific classes to the AK platform. And when they do, it's rare. Uh, I've always had a ton of respect for him for that, for shining a light on a platform that was very niche back in those days, but now we all freaking love it. We're in the AK renaissance now, and he had a, a huge hand in that. He was early on telling us that this is a very viable platform, and now let me show you how to use it. I used to watch Tactical Response years ago. Uh, I used to sit in my living room and dry fire in my underwear and socks watching those videos back when I was much younger. I'm <laughs> aging myself here, but I've always had a ton of respect for the guy, and the, it's a lesser place without him now. But I'm really happy that he was here, and we got to, you know, experience him for as long as we did. Well, and the great thing about it is he will live on forever through, you know, the peoples that he's touched and, of course, his YouTube video, and, you know, the YouTube channel is still out there and uh, available. Paul, you were going to say something. I was going to say that if James was here and you called it a platform, he would ask you uh, if you were planning on standing on it because it's it's a gun. It's not a platform. James hated that term. Yeah. And I understand. And <laughs> I, all the other guys are laughing. And me. I would say it just to piss him <laughs> off, too. <laughs> it's true. And Clay also gave a really great and eloquent summary of uh, – yeah, beautifully put, sir. Absolutely, you know, and and he called it. He didn't call it that he was doing a specific AK core. He just called it fighting rifle. He's like, you can bring anything you want to to the class, and you know, people started well, bringing the AKs. They became default AK classes because all the ARs would break. Yeah, that's literally <laughs> how that went. It wasn't like seriously like the contractor classes that were all at you know AKs. It would people showed up. Classes would be half AR. And two days in, it would be all AK. And, um, you know, he had downrange experience in Iraq with the platform. <laughs> <laughs> I can say it now. And I won't oh, we should it. do a drinking game. <laughs> yeah, uh, I tell you. that'd be great. 
Um, I, I'm not going to tell you that, that that he willed it to me to to slap people who say platform. I wasn't going to tell you that. <laughs> that's that's it. That was in his will to me. I love it to oh, carry that on. But anyway, yeah. Let's no, go I, to Brian. Let's go to James Brian, now. I wish you would have brought that during the AR versus AK battle that we did. That would have been great to really boost us at the time. But thank you for bringing that now. You, you know, I against the AR team is like playing against you know, special needs monkeys. And so there, there's a level of, of charity that we need to give to those very fine folks that are just, you know, downtrodden and low IQ. So I don't, That's I don't hit him over the head with that one. Uh, he's, he's talking to, to you, Dooley. Platform thing here. Cause I actually never heard that before. What? Oh yeah. yeah. I have, oh, yeah. I have I used that before. He never shut me down. I don't know. Maybe I'm just tough. That's cause he got nice in his old age. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he, he always mellowed. used to he say, mellowed in his older, his old age." One of my favorite James Yeager quotes was that words have meanings. So anytime you said something that just kind of was, you know, beating around the bush, he would just cut you off and say, "Words have meaning," and be very direct with it. So I could see the platform thing happening. Uh, it just didn't happen to me. Thank God. So James, give your give your story. Okay, so um, I'll try to try to keep it quick here, but I have some stuff written down because I put together a whole thing for uh, for when we went to Camden. But um, my first encounter with James was originally um, over email, and then uh, eventually, uh, a couple years later, after we'd been corresponding a bunch about some other stuff, I met him in person. And uh, like many, it was at SHOT Show. So I briefly shook his hand at SHOT Show, uh, kind of excited to meet him, and he recognized me right away from you know doing some YouTube stuff and the emails. And as we started to talk, we got interrupted by kind of an awkward, I think he was a blogger kind of, blogger kind of guy, I don't know, but he wanted to uh, ask him some questions and he just really kind of cut me off. And the question that he let off with was why he doesn't go by the name Jim. And I was kind of giggling thinking about this recently because I think if he, we could relive the experience, he would have probably just told the guy, because my name's fucking James. But at the time, I actually kind of took the lead on it and I didn't realize then how rare this was going to be but uh, he didn't do any of the talking it was just me and I told the guy I said uh, I said it, there were five presidents named James two James signed the Declaration of Independence and two James signed the United States Constitution I said James is an American name and so uh, right then Jaeger kind of stepped in turned his back to the guy cut him out of the little triangle we had formed and turned to me and just said so what are you doing after the show and then that was kind of the beginning of our friendship. Uh, I ended up going to a bunch of after parties with him. He networked with me with a ton of people. And I mean, it was just, that was James. He would open up the world to you if he felt you were a good person or you were kind of cut from the right, you know, part of the cloth. And it was, it was amazing. He was a, he was a good man who uh, had, had a great code of conduct, good integrity. Yeah, he was a straight shooter. He didn't beat around the bush. He didn't mislead you. And, you know, I always say sugarcoating is a form of deceit. He didn't sugarcoat. He was direct and he gave you your information. He gave you your stuff. And if he believed in you, he opened up everything to you, his network, his family, his home. He would do anything for you at any time. And that's what people that, you know, these goofballs on the Internet don't know. They, they never got the pleasure of finding out and they cheated themselves that opportunity. So anyways, uh, that was my first time meeting James uh, and the beginning of our friendship. Uh, he said what he meant. He meant what he said. He was kind, caring, he was equal, he gave everybody opportunity. And those are just some things that I remember uh, most about him, I guess. And uh, 
I guess what I really would want to say, because I got this platform and I'm going to take the opportunity, is that James's curriculum lives on. I've trained with a lot of instructors over the years, and many, most, were really, really, really good. But a lot of them will kind of wing it as they go, or they have a loose platform that they follow. James put his stuff in a specific set of writing that each instructor at his school carried, and they follow the same curriculum every time. So every time you go to whatever class, it's virtually the same class. So James is still there. Tactical response is still live. And for people that want to uh, make up for lost time or they missed out on the opportunity, you can still go and you can still be a part of it. You can still join the family and you can enter the world of training today. And it's, it's still very much real. Um, yeah, we lost a good man, but I think his legacy will live on, no doubt. I think his legacy lives on, and he immortalized himself and his methodology, which was important. So, absolutely, um, that's what I would. That's yeah. what I would want to convey. If I yeah, yeah, I trained for two years at Tactical Response. Probably had I don't know eighteen days of training, and Jaeger had never been on site during that time because he was out doing stuff. And the curriculum's there, the cadres there. You know, he was fun and amazing. And added, you know, good spice to a class when he was there. But the the core instructor cadre has it has it wired. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll tell my story, and then uh, we'll let uh, Professor Paul uh, jump in and, and talk about it. So you know, we started this this podcast, uh, my buddy Zeke and I, ten about ten years ago. And within that first year, we had the opportunity to to meet James. We we both live in the same state, Tennessee. Uh, and there are a lot of events and things where we had the opportunity to bump into him and, and talk to him and, and meet him. Uh, and then around, I don't know, f- five or six months in, you know, he he made the video. You know, I'm holding up the the finger quotes. I think this is during the Obama administration when they Back were video. threatening to um, executive order all of our Second Amendment rights away. And um, James made a video. And... You can you can go and listen to our podcast because we talk about it there. I'm not going to go into details here if you don't know what I'm talking about. Um, but we had talked to him about it, and we're like, hey, we'd like to give you the opportunity to tell your side of things, to get it out there, and, uh, you know, just kind of clear the air. And, you know, he was all for that. He, he, he wanted to do it. And uh, I'd never met him before other than, you know, just bumping into him and a couple of things, you know, here and there. So he came into the studio and – you know, like everybody else, like Clay was saying, like Marco was saying, I had this preconceived um, person in my mind of how he was going to be, and uh, you know, I was I was on edge for the first like 10, 15 minutes because I didn't want to say the, the wrong thing to set him off because I thought he might come across the table at me or you know something something along those lines. But uh, again, he was the most um, considerate. Um, uh, he he wasn't the fly off the handle. He was very calculated in in everything that he said and everything that he did. But I think that episode, that first episode, is episode sixteen that we did with James, shows that side of him because it came through during that I- interview. Very humble and very approachable. So you know that was our first first time meeting him. We became friends. He opened up. You know the the Camden mafia to us and made us part of the family. And, um, you know, 10 years later, still friends and we're going to miss him. But, um, 
Paul, again, you know, has probably the, the deepest relationship of anybody here. So, Paul, talk about your story. Well, I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you guys that I had no preconceived notions at all about James when I met him because uh, I knew him back when he still had hair on his head and drank Mountain Dew. <laughs> uh, and the Internet didn't really know him yet. Um, yeah, I, I met James through another mutual friend, uh, a guy. Yeah, you, you guys know, how many of you guys know Dave Biggers? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so Biggers was putting on an event in West Virginia and he needed someone to run the range and he brought James in to be the range master and run the range for a bunch of gun right and and we you know we didn't have a lot of conversations but we talked and and uh, one of the things that he, the story that, that he used to tell and and this is one of these things where it sounds like I'm blowing my own horn but I have to do it because he's not here to tell it now was that uh, well we had you know, that was back when Dave was working for excess sites. And so Dave had brought a, a whole bunch of different guns. He bought an AR and an AK and handguns and so on and so forth. So we could test out and shotguns. And so we could all test it, these different guns out with the, the excess sites. So we would appreciate them. And, uh, after about an hour, maybe an hour and a half, two hours at the most of range time with us running through different guns. Uh, what happened was, as what normally happens in writer events. Uh, and this is back when people were actually writers, but when we used to like write articles and send them into magazines and they, they made them out of dead trees. You guys might've heard of it. They would kill trees and they would make them into this stuff called paper. Uh, and then they would put pictures and words on it. Okay. Methuselah, keep going. But they used to do that. And, uh, so the writers all gathered together and they were, they were having a school circle or, you know, they were talking, talking, talking. And I, I looked at her and I was like, well, there's still lots of ammo left and we have this range all day. And I went up to James and I said, can we keep shooting? And he's like, yeah, go for it. I said, okay, uh, let's keep shooting. Uh, and he, he would tell that story for years afterwards, how everybody else wanted to talk and how I wanted to shoot. Uh, but, uh, I, and, and shortly thereafter, I had a situation where I needed to, to uh, shoot a 50 BMG Barrett in the dark uh, with a, with a high powered light on it. I don't know if you know anything about normal ranges. Most ranges frown on you shooting 50 caliber rifles on their range in the daytime. And pretty much none will let you do it at night. And I called James. I said, this is what I have to do. This is what I need to do. And he said, load all your stuff up and come down. And that was my first time at Tactical Response. Uh, I loaded up a, a Barrett. And, and he was actually hosting a uh, fighting rifle that weekend. And he said, well, I'm doing a fighting rifle. So while you're here, why don't you just jump into the class? And then at night, you can you know, go out and shoot your photos and shoot your gun at night in the dark and so forth. And he, you know, other than meeting in West Virginia, that was the first time we had met. And he opened his range up to me and let me uh, go out on his range and shoot a BMG in the middle of the night, which was kind of nice of him. <laughs> it's kind of cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and we became, we became very close friends after that. And we, he, he was kind of, uh, he was my sounding board. Uh, I, when I, I became a military contractor shortly thereafter, and, and I would encounter things that I just knew he would appreciate the, the ludicrous, the ludicrousity, I guess you would say. The lucrosity. Uh, of, of those things. <laughs> and, and I would call him, and I was like, brother, you're not going to believe what happened today. And, he's like, and one time, he's like, stop, 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 stop. 
This is going to be a good story. I'm almost to the shop. I'm going to put you on speaker so Jay can hear too. <laughs> that's, the, that's the relationship that we had. And we had that relationship uh, for, you know, not quite 20 years. Uh, and, and even going into the last few weeks of his life when his voice was failing and he wasn't talking on the phone, but we would, you know, send messages back and forth. And, uh, and I told him, I said, I don't know what I'm going to do. Who's going to talk me off the ledge? uh when you're gone <laughs> and he's like yeah i know <laughs> but uh i i don't really i i shared with you marty the task that he assigned me mm -hmm. yeah yeah I, yeah I don't i don't really want to make that public probably not yeah probably wouldn't be a good idea just yet yeah i don't want to make that public just yet uh but before he we had a conversation before he departed and uh he he kind of uh, gave me one last task to uh, actually I have two tasks to accomplish uh, for him. So those are going to be coming up in the in the near future. And when they happen, you'll know they will be epic. No doubt about yes. it. So very good. So there's kind of our, our homage. This episode's kind of dedicated to not kind of it is dedicated to uh, the memory of, of James Yeager. And what better way to do that than give away an AK-47. Brian? Hey, and real quick, yeah. um, I was talking earlier about tourniquets, and uh, James had a great line that I think you can do all the self-defense law you want, and that's really good to get educated on, like, you know, whoever whoever you decide is who you want to go to um, for, for legal stuff. However, James had one line, and people who don't know him probably would be shocked by this, but he had a line, shoot to save a life never to take one and you'll sleep soundly all your days. And he also preached that you would have way more opportunities to be a hero saving a life than taking one um, through the use of a tourniquet. And uh, so, Paul, you, you mind sharing your, your happy news that I think oh. is so, so appropriate for that weekend yeah, that we were celebrating? We actually, just, just this last weekend, we had another one of our students of the gun use our, our pocket lifesaver kit to save somebody's life. Uh, oh, cool. A woman that got struck by an SUV while she was on a motorcycle, and it after a bad, it turned her leg sideways, and um, so and it was it was a, a woman. Um, she had her husband had bought her our kit, and she had it with her, and uh, she put the tourniquet uh, on this woman's leg, and and, uh, and and she's in bad shape, but she's alive. And uh, they talked to the, the woman's daughter, told the savior. Um, that she she would have died if uh, she and everyone else was just standing around uh, and that's yeah. like idiots uh, and that's something that, um, that you know we, they used to talk about it at tactical response they're like look don't you need to act don't wait or think someone else is going to act because they're not if you assume someone else is going to act if you assume someone else is going to help whatever it, it it's not you need to act you need people like someone needs to do something and the answer is no you need to do something uh and well actually before that uh, two weeks ago we had another one of our students who had just graduated we we did a uh, we do a traumatic medical class through student of the gun mm -hmm. and uh he had gone through the class, and less than two weeks later, he had to put a tourniquet on a guy's arm whose wow. brachial artery was sticking out. Jeez. Um, and he saved his life, and the, and the ER doc said, if that wouldn't have been for the tourniquet, 
he wouldn't be here. He'd be dead right now. Yeah. You're going to need uh, that kind of training a lot, uh, a lot more than you're going to need, um, fire. Oh, absolutely. Training. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I shared, I, I was obviously I couldn't share the latest one with James, but I shared the previous one with him. And I said, it's a, it's a hell of a world that we're in now, how things have changed. And he said, yeah, he said, we were teaching people to use tourniquets before the internet gave us permission. And it's <laughs> absolutely true. Uh, James and I, uh, we were the first two, uh, I don't know, uh, people, trainers to adopt the rat's tourniquet. Uh, we were both friends with Jeff Kirkham. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, Jeff will say he's like, uh, people wouldn't wouldn't do it because it was different. It, you know, it wasn't TCCC approved, blah, 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 blah. Um, I have one around here somewhere. Yeah, but the, the, the fact is, is, is uh, we were way back when, we, you know, that's another discussion we used to we used to share was the uh, which random Internet asshole said this stupid thing about, oh, you're going to get sued and this and that. And, and you know, they're going to have to cut their leg off. And if you do and it's all bull crap. And one of the things that uh, people need to understand is, you know, now it's Gucci. Now it's cool. You see all these 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 Instagram models now. They're, they all got their, their pocket dumps and they got this. And now it's cool and Gucci to have the tourniquets. To, to have tourniquets. Yeah. Right. And, and of course, it's also Gucci to tell people which tourniquet you should use and which one you shouldn't use. Yeah. Right. And uh, uh, I don't know if I should say this or not. So Probably not. If you got to think uh, about it, don't say it. So. Well, <laughs> say it and then write down the time. All right. We'll write down the time. It's not like this isn't an adult friendly show. Marty squares way more than me. No, it, uh, this is not for kids. So yeah. So the same. If that's what you're worried about, say it. <laughs> the same motherfuckers that were telling me ten years ago that I'm going to get sued and I shouldn't carry a tourniquet are now the same ones telling me which one I should carry and which one you shouldn't and, carry. Yeah. You know, my failing is like, bitch. I'm. I was here at the beginning. You're the OG of tourniquets. Shut up. Yeah. You know, you can you can take your your tourniquet love and, hey, and Paul just tell them to butt. shut up when they're talking to you yeah. shut up when I'm talking to you <laughs> that's right no. No, it, 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 but you got to get training you got to get training yeah. to, to well, be able just, to, I mean, to use one don't just buy one and then willy-nilly think you're going to automatically know how to use it so well, training is key there's our there's our Jaeger <laughs> stories <laughs> ladies and gentlemen and I know you're chomping at the bits for us to get to this this giveaway so we are no, giving no, no, no. away a Sentry Arms BFT-47 rifle. Not platform. It's a rifle. It is. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Made in America by Sentry Arms. Uh, and I'm going to, since we don't have a representative from Sentry Arms here, I'm just going to read their, their little thing about it here. The people asked for it and Sentry Arms delivered, introducing the all-new BFT-47 AK rifle. This all-American rifle directly answers the request of the American consumer with the additions to the already dependable platform. Look, they call it a platform. James. Oh, God. Well, I mean, you can stand on it. It just depends on the circumstance. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Of a bulged forged front trunnion, enhanced safety and bolt hold open, an optics rail cleaning rod, and bayonet lug, all based on a 1.5 millimeter stamped receiver and complemented with a high quality American maple furniture. This new flagship 
rifle of Century Arms is truly the culmination of American engineering at its finest. And and Paul, you've had the opportunity to shoot it. Clay, have you have you had any trigger time on the BFT? Oh yeah. Okay. You done some some of your famous videos? I haven't done a video on one, but I've shot the piss out of one before. Okay. All right. And what what are your thoughts? It's an AK. It does AK things. It works very well. I like that. I love that. That's awesome. And then Paul, you've had uh, quite a bit of trigger time on yours. Uh, what's your what's your thoughts on? Oh it? yeah, and and it's it it's a result of uh, what about ten plus years now of I can't remember when a when Century actually came out with their first made in the USA AK, but uh, an interesting an interesting story is. Uh, when they did that, Jacob Herman was working with them. OJ, we that? saw we saw him this and, weekend. And, and Jacob took the he took the then new Century Made in the USA AK to Tactical Response, and James did a thousand round torture test on it, and he gave them a whole lot of feedback, and the improvements that have come from the recent guns, many of the improvements came from the that session from jacob uh, herman bringing it to tactical response yeah brought it to james and, and said hey check this out and uh, the harmster uh, so, yeah that was a that was a big deal because th the truth of the matter is uh they were i guess the the first ones were more like hobby guns if, if you could use that term a hobby gun they weren't really like the 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 plastic four ends like the barrel got super hot and they actually melted mm -hmm. um you know that kind of stuff, and uh, the, well, you know, back they, in the they, day too. You know the the technology wasn't there for the AK, and as as the years have progressed and the demand has gone up, and you know the R and D has gone up, people have you know well, started building. Really mo interesting about that is that um, you know for Bless Century's heart, you know they they had they were bringing in the washers, and everyone like cried about them. They're like. Mm -hmm watch this and they're like okay well we'll make one in the usa and they started making usa built ones and they're like oh you know if you want a good one you need to get an import it's like you motherfuckers are never happy <laughs> fickle you motherfuckers are never happy the ak crowd <laughs> yeah really and uh, then they, they came out with the made in the usa what was the model before the centurion the c39 the C yeah, yeah, the C thirty nine, and uh, and of course they it didn't have a bayonet lug or a cleaning rod, and uh, people were like, well, that's bullshit. Well, they dinged it for that, yeah, because it didn't yeah. have that, yeah. And uh, you know, and and I appreciate the fact that they put the cleaning rod in there, um, and the bayonet lug too. You know, just, you know, but the fact that they stuck with it, and every time they come out with a new one, you know, they're making improvements. They're improving. Oh, absolutely. They're improving. Absolutely. You know, it's it's a it's a new process here in America. You know, there's. These were these haven't been made in the U.S. before, and you know well, up until recently, built on kits all the all the old guns were built on import, kits. which were made by foreign companies, right? You know, so uh, the fact that they took all that abuse over these years to come out with you know to where they are now with the BFT forty seven, you know, speaks a lot to their wherewithal and you know listening to the customers and delivering, and you know that that's where we're at now with the BFT forty seven. You know, his rental guns, the, the tactical response, they've gone through a lot of rental guns, um, especially rental rifles. And for the longest time, all the rental rifles were Wasser 10s. And, so, and James said to me, he goes, someone asked him, they said, well, are those, are those guns accurate? 
And he said, I, I don't think you know what we do here. <laughs> All right, so there you go. That's the BFT 47. That's what's at stake. And just so you know, everyone who entered this contest is going to win something from Century Arms. So whether it's T-shirts, magazines, I don't have them here to tell me what all they're going to be giving away, but you will be taken care of just to show our appreciation for you taking the time and effort to submit an entry. So what we're going to do is I'm going to bring up each of the uh, entries, let the judges look at them, judge them, critique them, and then they're going to assign a point value from one to five. And then at the end, whoever has the most points is going to win the BFT 47. And in the case uh, of a tie, we will do a random number generator to determine who the winner is. Does that sound good? Does that sound fair? I don't. You don't what? It's <laughs> Someone's going to be mad at you. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> There's people mad at me for giving it away, you know? So <laughs> uh, I even had some smart ass say, oh, it wasn't worth my time or effort. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Venture forth and fornicate yourself. Some troll. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to share my screen here. You guys tell me, can you see my screen? Yes. Okay. Yes. So what I did is, and what I what you were supposed to do was your your post, your picture, your video, whatever you did, had to have a Century Arms firearm in the picture, whether it was with you or you did some kind of creative montage or you know something along those lines. That was the requirement, and it could be any Century Arms firearm. It could even be a Canic. Uh, it could be one of their imported Mosin and the Gants that they did, or uh, a Wasser. Uh, and then what I wanted to see was uh, an implementation of all of our sponsors, uh, maybe in the background somewhere along those lines. So we're going to start it off here with P-Man 301. He was the very first entry, and this is his entry. He's got a picture of a canic by a flower. <laughs> and it says, the seal has been broken. Our first entry. Oh, that's what I said. He says, uh, think you can do better? Let's see it. Post by Leadhead P-Man. Car pew and a pretty flower. So there you go. That's his entry right there. So what do you guys critique that? We'll start with uh, Marco. All right, so uh, believe it or not, I'm a big fan of Canics. I mean, oh, I believe it, man. They're solid pistols. Love it's them. It's unbelievable value. First of all, second of all, once you start shooting it, it's uh, it's a good. I mean, not good. I would say even uh, better than good shooter. I mean, but the value of it uh, when it comes to um, the entire package with four magazines, eighteen round magazines, the, the holster. The whole nine yards is just, I mean, they did a good job. It's not a perfect pistol, and I'm sure the, the followers of the uh, witness, you know, that's, they'll thump their noses on it, but 
it's a solid gun and it's a fun to shoot. Um, it's kind of, I got the big old, uh, meaty paws and stuff and the it fits me well. And, um, I had it for ever since they first brought the first models. And so th the gun is there. So the gun is good. I mean, it's, of course, it's a newer version of much newer than the one I have. Uh, on the creative side, it's, it lacks a little bit, you know, just to put the gun there next to uh, one little Lily. Kind of seems like right. he was just trying to mail one in, doesn't it? Right. So it was a quick snap, um, no effort. I'm just going to do this. <laughs> Is that a three? <laughs> I like that. A three. Okay, so Marco gives it a three. Let's go to Clay now. I have to agree with Marco that Canics are awesome. That was the first pistol I ever bought for three gun because of the price, SFX. On the other hand, I looked through a lot of the pictures, and effort-wise, a lot of people outdone this gentleman. Yes, so yes. I'm yes. going to have to go a little bit lower and give him a two. But I will say this. Purely for effort. He was the very first to submit. So he gets... Well, he certainly wasn't last. He gets a little bit for initiative. So you just say a three or a two. I'm gonna give my. I'm gonna give this bad Johnny a two. A dose, okay. Very good, Brian. Well, I'm a bit of a hippie and a deadhead, and I'm a big gardener. And uh, <laughs> Professor Paul, what is it that makes the green grass grow? Blood, manure. Blood. So uh, you know, I think I'm gonna go three and a half on this one. The canic is that I wish that my Glock was as accurate as any Canic I've shot. Sadly, it's not. I still carry a Glock because I'm some kind of cult member or something, but the Canics are bitching and a terrific value. Great carry gun for somebody just getting started. And and just for sake of ease, we're not going to do half points. Okay, he gets a three because he <laughs> oh, was come first. On. Three. You're making Marty's life complex. <laughs> <laughs> it's complex enough keeping up with you, yahoos. Um, all right, Paul, let's hear you. Uh, yeah, Canik's a good gun. I'm going to give it a two, though, for creativity. Very good. James? Well, I was going to do a 3.5, but you jacked that up, so i got to reevaluate re here. No, nah, James, this is easy. I went, I rounded up, you round down, and we both get what we want. Well, so check it out. I, I really dig the Canik's also, and uh, I agree with everything you guys said. They took the words right out of my mouth. The photo is pretty weak, but it is the first entry, so I'm rounding up to a 4.0. Nice. Oh, okay. Good one. All right. <laughs> All right. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So he gets a fourteen total. All right. Next entry is from AKM Archer, and I probably should go to their sites because some of these uh, had multiple pictures, and of course, the way Instagram is, it you can't really share multiple pictures. So uh, let's go to his actual Instagram. He stepped it up a notch. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So he uh, didn't go one notch. He he, he definitely yeah he went yeah he went whole bunch. Yeah. So he says tossing my hat in the ring to win the and you had to use the hashtag TLBFT47. That was a requirement also. Uh, even though Instagram has blocked it, I still wanted you to use it just to just to give him a big f you. Um, Oh, and anyway, and I can't, I can't see that very well on my screen. Does he use the hashtag then? Is that what you're showing? Yeah, he's got the hashtag, and okay. and all so I, he hit all the requirements. Yeah, and you had to tag all my sponsors, 
And as long as you tag some of them, I gave you credit anyway. So uh, this is AKM Archer. If I remember, you said that the more different sponsors that you put in the photo, the better they do. Well, I said the more it would please me. <laughs> it wasn't a requirement. Everybody is interested in Marty's pleasure. We're we're so clear on that, right? So, so we've got it straight. Because I'm not judging. I'm not. I'm not judging. So it's it's up to you. But I said I would like to see as many of our sponsors, you know, in the picture with you as well. Um, I'm going to campaign for people who did that, like AKM Archer, like Aura here. Um, but he's got. You know, I'm seeing Occam Defense back there. He's got a poster. And one of your posters, he's got... Um, has he got one of your rifles back there? Yeah, that's a 1775 pistol over there. Yeah, he's got a 1775 pistol. He's got it all. Pistol. He's, he's got, got the dump trays. Thing. He's got the dump trays. Factory 47. He's got a hat. He's got a mug. He's got Defiant Munitions uh, ammunition back there. He's got two Century Arms rifles there Dude, he's wearing an ishmash hat and a cougar t-shirt come on this guy gets a five all day <laughs> so, 47 right <laughs> yeah Both your, just, yeah it is yeah. starting with the name akm archer you know i mean this guy went to town and he uh, actually spent some time putting some like this together so the effort is unreal so he even color graded the photo so that's a five marco gives him a five i like that it, it's a five all day all right, so James has given him a five also. So, uh, Clay, what do you think? This is a five. My man even got someone to hold a camera. He's got a Draco, <laughs> which is the favorite gun that I own. He's got Occam in the background. All the stickers down below. I don't know what that is, but he has everyone listed. And my man has the neck beard. This guy does not just play an AK guy. He lives. Well, talk about the, the antlers. He's even got deer antlers back there. He's <laughs> Oh, well, what would have been the better play was to stand with the antlers directly behind his behind head. Behind him, yes. And then I would have given him a tip. I would like to point out that there's not just deer antlers. This is all in front of a chest freezer, which probably has the rest of the deer. It's got the heat in it. <laughs> I love that. So, Brian, what are you giving him? Oh, he's five all day long. I mean, he's five plus. He's got multiple calibers. Um, the chest freezer I was going to call out, he's he's wearing uh, reasonable tactical pants, not yeah. like some kind of crazy nonsense. Uh, he's about that life. Color and, coordinates. Uh, what's that? He color coordinates. He does, and there's I there's he he took time to light his scene. And uh, it, he's either doing a filter or really good lighting or both. Well, he's got a little filter going on he, there. He kicked ass. So I, I think five five out of five all day long. Paul. I'm going to go ahead and give him a four just to be different. All right. There we go. So. <laughs> this is only the second picture. So he that's gets a, point. a 24. That's 10 points better than uh, our first one. So let's go to the next one, the, the fourth one. And this is Tongue. For twisting. Tongue for twisting, ladies and gentlemen. And I got to scan down. Now, this one gets a little a little freaky. I think he might be trying to hide his identity, possibly. And this is him. Let's go to his website. But he he's a gun guy. He's been following us for a while. Here's his post. 
says, going all in, pen in hand and ready to sign the adoption paperwork. I want to win. At Talking Lead Defiance, he's got all our sponsors. He uses the hashtag and some extra hashtags. So he's got it. He's got it all going on. So let's start with Clay on this one. Best caption by far, I might add. Ready to sign the adoption paperwork. I like Man. it. Man. You're this torn. Is close. You're I gotta torn. give him a well, let's 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 break it five. down. Let's break it down. So he's got he's got a talking letty in this one. This is from our friends at Dipstick Hydrographics. Uh, our talking letty. Uh, he's got a wallet from Mission First Tactical, an AK Corner wallet. Yeah, it looks like he's got a Factory 47 hat there. Is that a Factory 47 hat, or am I wrong on that? I'm not sure. I can't really see that what's is on a, the picture. That looks like Dissident Arms. No, it's a Dissident Arms. Company. Okay. He's got... Yeah, a man went on a scavenger hunt and pulled off a really cool photo. I'm going to give him a, a four. He's got an IWI. Looks like a sh- uh, competition shooting shirt there, <laughs> maybe a flag. IWI is one of our sponsors. Um... And then he's got that crazy mask on, America. And he's got a canic. He's got his canic. So that's his firearm that he's got in there. And I like his yeah, little Jeep he's got, too. Four. That's kind of cool. So full-blown four for... like, uh, you know, going to a first guy. You know, he's got a canic, which is already a plus, right? It's good gun. Everybody loves it. Yeah. But this guy actually went to town to gather all this stuff to stage it. And uh, kind of like a, in compliance with the requirement of this competition. So, four. A big four. Okay. Marco gives him a four. And, I mean, look at his, uh, you know, his, his trigger discipline there. Yeah, that too. How cool is that? All right, Paul, what do you, what do you give him? Um, I, I, I like the coffee mug, and uh, I'm going to give him a four. Okay. So, Paul does a four. Brian? There's a lot to like there. That the that high finger over the the trigger is like the sign of somebody who's actually gotten training, and uh, that's like a really big deal. Um, false note for me. There's five five six in that picture, so I got to knock it down to a four. Uh, don't hold that same. against him because that you know Mission First Tactical is a sponsor of ours, and they do those custom cool prints on magazines. They don't make AK magazines. You know, they haven't done it until I started no, doing that. With I, I, I understand that, and the magazine in the back is glorious. It doesn't have any rounds in it, which is, you know, it could be used as a bottle opener, which is totally acceptable. And it's fine. The one in the front, which is not mission first, as far as I can tell, is the one that I'm speaking of. <clears throat> okay, I think that might uh, be a mission first also, but... Okay. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. Okay, that, that's I'm, a, I'm I'm holding to my guns with four, but I think it's an outstanding submission. All right, I'm just doing my job and you know campaigning for my my peeps here. All right, so four. Yes, sir. James. So uh, I'm digging the Slipknot mask there. That's kind of a nice touch. Throws a little wrench in things here. But you know what I noticed is obviously somebody had to take this picture. And then I I saw the really fancy font in the background that says grateful on the wall. And that's definitely like a dude doesn't put that on the wall. He's probably married. This dude got his woman to take (laughs) the picture of him with all his toys and trinkets. That's that's a sign of a good health relationship. I'm giving him a four. Nice. All right. So he gets a 20. So next is Arms of Cascadia. 
And I got to go back to my page. Arms of Cascadia is right here, I do believe. Now you're gonna, you guys are gonna dig this one. Mm, the shot, okay. And he's got, okay, I think he's got a private account. Ooh. Or the page may have been, maybe he got, we might have to give him extra points if he got shut down. <laughs> it looks like Instagram may have shut him down. Okay, I know he had multiple pictures. Let's see if I got them. Oh, I got them in here. Okay, so good. So, we'll start with the first picture here. So, he's got a shovel handle buttstock, and he's got a screwdriver charging handle. He's got a U.S. Palm mag, and he is shooting a washer. So, he's got a washer there. So, that's his, his gun. So, we'll go to the next one. Here's another picture of it. Digging that wood furniture. It's uh, he put it on. Looks like he's got it on backwards. It's probably the only way it would fit. Handguard on there. Uh, yeah, no, he, did he cut. Um, they they cut up and and installed. Yeah. And here's a little video. Is that charging handle what I think it is? It, it is like Stanley screwdriver nub. Yeah, it <laughs> is. But watch. Cool. Keep watching the video. Watch what happens. So I think he might just have it glued on there. I'm not sure, but this last one, it flies off. <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's so, so appropriate. So there you go. Arms of Cascadia. We'll start with Brian. Well, he also has a sent a gold uh, pimpin U.S. Palm uh, mag. U.S. Palm mag on there. Looks like uh, rattle canned real- it. Looks like he rattle canned it too. I love that. You know, I I really dig the um, tribute to Ma Boris, uh, who's the the guy that did the first shovel AK, and that's an article that's really worth finding if you just Google shovel AK, M A like Massachusetts Boris, like Boris and Natasha. Um, I also really dig the. Uh, I think that's Professor Paul. Is that a foul flash hider on there? Uh, I'm not sure whose it is, but uh, yeah. Um, that's that's pretty clean. Um, Looks like an M seventy seven Yugo flash hider. Oh really? Okay. Well, I trust Clayco over me on that. Um, the set me handguard, really good. I got to give major down points for the um, black electrical tape in the rear. That should be red, green, and yellow packy <laughs> tape. So for that reason, I think I'm going with a four, but. That takes a uh, serious amount of dedication to trolling to come up with, and I really salute the effort. Nice. And I didn't read his caption because a lot of it's in the captions too. So it says, the shovel folder is in my business, my dudes. It's been a fun project, but I'm certainly not done with it. My washer has been a friggin' sewing machine the whole time too. It started with a fixed shovel stock inspired by the guy who built an AK from one, which is the guy you're talking about, Brian. Uh, from there, my DIY juices began flowing. Now it has an AR buffer tube and folding adapter retrofitted, set me handguards, gold spray painted US Palm mag, and a charging handle extension using a screwdriver handle. That last bit falls off in the video. Anyway, I plan on improving on this design, but now feels like the right time to share it with you all. So, kind of cool. Paul, 
Uh, scroll scroll down in the description. Did he did he fill in all the all the tags and? Oh yeah and yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah. yeah. The only thing that's that I mean he did everything. Uh, he he just wasn't able to just to squirrel in a whole bunch of your other sponsor type people. But I can't really do. I can't really. <laughs> but he did. For that. He did several pictures and a video. Oh. I'm going to go with a four. Okay. Paul does a four. James. So I was going to knock him down pretty hard for not having all the other stuff, but I, I definitely respect a do-it-yourselfer and, and somebody that really likes to mess with the AK platform. Uh, so I'm, I'm probably going to go a four here. So I I'm going to clarify, the, the other stuff wasn't a requirement. So having the other sponsor stuff wasn't a requirement. That, yeah, I get that, but I mean, when your when your competition has it all, you know, it's well. That's you know, true. We got, to, we got we got to tip the scale somewhere, but I do I do respect the uh, complete Kyber Pass special going on here. Love it. And uh, you know, anyone that's willing to dabble in the dark arts, got to get some points there. So I'm going four. Hey, right. James. Let's be clear. The Kyber dudes would be super offended by this, which I really enjoy. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> I'm fine with that. I mean, the, okay. Marco. Right. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, here's there's so much to un- unpack here. First of all, you know, I mean, Wasser 10, all right, so that's a century's gun and stuff, and it's popular, and a lot of people have it. But uh, And you can pretty much build it into anything you want in the way of installing all kinds of Picatinis and uh, and uh Whatever, or you can uh, build it into like the Russian clone and stuff with all this red laminate stuff. It's available and it's everywhere. But it, for this guy, it would be too easy. It would be too above him, I guess. Not below, but above him. The, he went out of the out of the way and put all this odd stuff in this gun. Yeah, which creativity with this gun. I'm not sure for the purpose of the contest but with the gun the way that he approached it is just out of this world you know yeah i love uh, it i love what he did yeah absolutely absolutely you should have a in your collection you should have at least one ugly duckling so (laughs) if you actually wind up making it so it's even too you know even better so uh he gets a solid four nice all right clay I got to be nice to my walking meme lord here. This guy <laughs> grew up in the bowels of Reddit. He speaks to my inner Somali pirate with this thing. And uh, I love that. I got to give this guy a five. Sweet. He followed the rules. And the, it's the Stanley screwdriver extended charging handle that really just hammers this thing. I've never seen anyone <laughs> do that. I thought I saw it all. I've seen the shovel. I've seen set me handguards. The Stanley hammer takes he, me back. He man. went. I got to give this bad Johnny of five went to the toolbox on this one. And, um, Marty, I've pulled up in the chat. If you want to click on the link, there's a photo of the original gun that inspired this one from Ma Boris. <clears throat> okay. Let me, uh, go there just for people who were watching on the video. They can check this out. Oh, look at that. <laughs> that is something. See how, the, see how the gas block is welded on. Oh my gosh, look the at that. The sight is welded on. That is yeah, awesome. The receiver is the shovel. The guy pounded the receiver flat. That's well, the hammer and sickle there with the flaming vodka is a is a, is a really nice finishing touch. It's some stoli. And uh oh, the rear sight base is welded on as well. 
it's yeah and this guy it's worth reading up on him because he had diy um glock kits back in the day he's a very skilled fabricator he's a, a tig guy and um he's a tool and die guy and he used to sell you could go on this website and order a marigold or a snapdragon and you would just get this pile of sheet metal parts and then if you found a certain dark corner of youtube you could find all the install videos and um he would take a Tokyo Marui airsoft Glock, rip out all the guts and epoxy this in. It was kind of like the, the original 80%. Um, like before you could get a polymer 80, there was Ma Boris's stuff, and it was awesome. Very cool. All right, next one is from uh, – he gets a 21. So he's uh, arms of Cascadia 21. Uh, he's in second so far. Armus Bravus is our next one. I can uh, get to it here. Armus Bravis. What did he bring us? I believe this is him right here. No, this is him right here. No, is this him? That's my post. Here we go. Yep, this is him right here. So it says... Creative post, how about historic? This Wasser was photographed using a Motorola Razor. Call me after nine when my minutes are free. We all remember our first, and this was the first for many college friends whom I took shooting. Almost two decades later, they still remember. I would like to think I converted some to see our side more favorably. As for the Wasser, uh, Close Buddy uses it on his South Texas property to keep safe from bad hombres and then he's got the tags and he's got the hashtags everything in there so so nostalgia historic uh this is you know you can tell it's an old school photo he took with one of those old phones so we'll start with clay on this one story's cool i like that it's most likely a Wasser 1063 back when they would give you like oil bottles and a bayonet when you bought one, which they don't do anymore, unfortunately. Yeah. Man, the story's cool, which bumps it from a one up to a two, in my opinion, just gotcha. effort wise, but is a really cool story. Yeah, it was a good story. Um, Brian. Uh, kind of the same story as Clay. When I didn't hear the caption, it was a one. And now the caption was darn good. I think I'll I'll go three. Okay, James. Yeah, I'm sitting at a three as well. I think the story kind of definitely is neat, and the picture probably wasn't taken anytime real soon. Uh, and also, you know, the man could probably use a, you know, this this new rifle. It seems, but you know, yeah, we'll go three. <laughs> All right, Marco. Well, again, you know, the creativity level kind of spoils the the story behind this awesome gun so i'm gonna have to uh just because i'm an old soul and old man story strikes the chord with me so i'm gonna go with the three got a three and for those who aren't watching the video marco's got cards that he's holding up number cards (laughs) it's awesome (laughs) which i had to hastily make paul while we were talking so (laughs) Well, uh, you put yeah, the effort I'm in, though, buddy. One in, so there's nothing else to be said. I'm going to give it a three. All right. So 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. He gets 14. All right, moving on to number seven, guns, oil, and dirt. 
And he's one that I'm going to need to go, or did I get all of his? I think I might have got all of his. Yeah, I got all of his pictures in here, so we'll just do it from here. So let's see. What does he say? Top Gun t-shirt with my Top Gun Wasser 10 and my wife Meg with my cat Charlie. So all references to Top Gun there if you're Top Gun fans. Uh, so he's got the big uh, Top Gun inverted because I was inverted t-shirt on. America. Then his wife's got a picture of her holding the AK there. And then him with his cat. He might be an artist back there too. Look at his, his little flower pictures back there. So he included the whole family looks like and he's got all the the tags and hashtags and everything going on there too so let's start with james yeah could you scroll back to those pictures again yeah absolutely so that's the last one so yeah, he's got I, think his... I got the gist of it i'm going four for my man because i think he's a probably a fire emergency services guy I think he had creativity there. He tried to tie it all together to his, his Top Gun theme. But, I mean, if you look at those last two pictures, there's a lot of telling stuff in the background. So, you know, thanks for your service, dude. Nice. Marco. I like the family angle in this deal. Uh, kind of, you know, it's easy to stage a bunch of guns around you. And and uh, we've seen it all kind of um and sort of like expect but then uh, expected and then he brings his cat in and then the wife in and the wife was holding the gun so i'm going to give him a four and then i like what james said nice i'm seconding you know i second that and his wife looks like she's about three feet tall <laughs> she, it, it looks she, like she, the gun is about the same height yet she looks happy too like he didn't force her into this no absolutely yeah it's like she was she was <laughs> damn happy to do it Hold this gun or else. Paul. Well, uh, I hate cats, and they don't belong in houses. <laughs> no, they should be outside killing rodents where they belong. But, uh, you know, other than that, I'll, I'll go ahead and just give them a four. Okay, so Paul gives him a four. Clay. I wasn't going to do this at first, but I didn't notice the first responder picture in the background. So that is dope. Uh, I want to give this guy a five, and the reason being uh, the fact that his wife shares this passion. I, uh, My fiancé and I do all of this together. I couldn't imagine my fiancé or spouse not being into guns as much as I am. The fact that he included that, uh, that's couple goals. I really like couples that shoot together. So I think this couple deserves to win a gun so that maybe next time they can both pose with their new guns. So I'm going to give them a five. Nice. I like that. Brian. Well, you were talking earlier about the wife not holding the gun against her will. Scroll to the cat pic. <laughs> cat looks like he's enjoying it, too. I I, I don't even oh like cats. God, I would so give good. it a zero for including a cat, but that cat is definitely not there. That's an outdoor cat. Yep. And uh, But because there are – there's actually – four pieces of uh, first responder stuff there. There's the number seven ladder company on the chair, and then there's three picks. And uh, Homeboy is a family guy who loves his wife, and so I'll give a three coming up from a negative 1,000 for including a cat. <laughs> Fuck cat. <laughs> nice. So I don't like his pussy. <laughs> nah, nah. So he gets a 20. All right. 
Next one, we go to Brett Bedal. Uh, submitting my entry for the Century Arms BFT Rifle Contest from Talking Lead. If I am the lucky winner, I will use it in many matches during the year. Uh, he and his daughter shoot tons of matches. They are at a, a ton of matches. So uh, doing their part in pushing and promoting um, the AK and competition. We have influenced many friends to buy American-made AKs, including Century Arms. The Vishka rifle in the picture is from John Z, who is a retired Marine that used to call AKs commie junk. And we've all heard that story before. Until Jesse and I started shooting his matches with our AKs. I will let anyone shoot it who wants to try it. I love the features of the BFT, and I drooled over it at SHOT Show and even posted a picture of the booth. I was even rocking my Talking Lead AK Corner shirt from Factory 47. So here's his first picture. And he looks like he's at a, a match right there. There's uh, he and his daughter, and I guess that's the guy he's talking about. John Z, maybe. There's his AK Corner t-shirt in that picture. There's a gun porn picture, just the rifle. There he is doubling it. What's that, a 12-gauge? Yeah, that's the IWI gun. Is that the IWI? So he's got IWI in there. There's his AK Corner shirt. He's got his Vishka. That was him at SHOT Show. He said he took a picture at the SHOT Show. There's the, the dirt and grime on his gun, showing that he uses it. And uh, that's probably the Marine guy he's talking about there. He goes on, and there's a whole lot more on here. He said, I'm not the greatest with Instagram, so I wasn't able to do some of the things I wanted to do with the post, but I wanted to share a few things. Last weekend, a shooter came up to me at a local match and thanked me for being cool and helping him get started a few years ago when he came to this first match. He said, I spent extra time helping with competitive shooting. This year, my daughter and I have also hosted two boys, one from her class and another from her a police explorers post we provided all weapons gear and ammo for the day we made sure they were ready and both did pretty well for the first match one of the boys mom is an anti-gunner but i was able to speak to her and convince her that it was a good thing for her son to learn some basics about firearms my daughter and i work over 30 matches each year as range safety officers including ak masters we try to be ambassadors for the shooting sport and make sure everyone is safe and has a good time on our stages. So there you go. This is Brett Badal's post. And we'll start with Paul. All right. Uh, this guy's obviously very enthusiastic. Uh, and, America. Uh, I, that furniture on there, that that looks like the furniture the, the that Tapco was doing years back. Is You guys with me on that? Yeah. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. When they were doing the the really super laminate, cool laminate furniture. Yeah, they had all sorts of different color schemes and. Yeah. So, I'll, I'll go ahead and give this guy a five. Nice. Paul oh. gives him a five. I mean, he did put a lot of effort into this, and he's got uh, extra sponsors uh, in the background included, and the story. I mean, man. Talk about an ambassador for uh, the 2A community. This family definitely does it. James, what do you think? Uh, that picture that you're on right now, what's that orange thing? Is that like a fake light mag or something? This right here? Yeah, what is that? 
I don't know. It's a fake light KP9 mag. Is it? Oh, that's cool. So I'm, uh, you know, I like the, I go back to the one earlier about the family. This guy's doing it with his family. I mean, and it's, it's his daughter, right? So yeah, this is his daughter. A lot, of, a lot of effort into everything he wrote. Um, he's not tech savvy, but he went out of his way to make sure he got all the stuff in there that he wanted. Series of pictures. He took some time on all those. And then he got the American flag there. He's rocking the t-shirt. I got to give this guy a five. He even went to SHOT Show. Nice. Yeah. All right, Clay. Uh, this guy strikes a big chord with me. As a person that I put on my own AK matches and events, this guy goes to things like that. That's huge to me. Sh- shooting competitions is a big part of my life. And people that go out there and get other people into that and get people off the couch, off the internet, off of forums, uh, and into things like this, as he did with this fine gentleman who now owns an AK, is a big deal to me. That's what I try to do all the time. The fact that he's out there doing it, i that's exactly why he's bad at Instagram. He's too busy out there shooting and inviting people into this hobby. There you it's go. an easy five for me. He did everything he was supposed to do, and he's the best part of the gun world, in my opinion, people like this that do this kind of thing. Amen. Amen. So there's another five. Marco. Well, um, the pictures are sort of like a... You know, we've seen them before. Just about everybody's trying to pose with a gun. But I want to go deeper than that. I mean, his story is not just a story of a, of a competition shooter, but uh, an enthusiast. The story, his story is um, about bringing the youth to the shooting sport. And even uh, that little ep- episode where he's... Um, talking to a kid's mom who is anti-gunner and convincing her that the young man needs to know at least the basics of firearm um, just as one of the life skills and uh, able to convince her uh, of that that's the big one for me and uh, because you know nowadays you look at the uh, the kids nowadays they they don't even know how to shake hands anymore i mean it's everything to the freaking phone and and uh, no eye contact can't look you in the eye when they talk to you and uh, they uh, they lacking in development they really do i mean they you would think just because they know how to code or something on computer it doesn't mean that they they ready for the life that's kind of you know waits them out there so to me that's the that's what struck. That's the that's the uh, the highlight of this guy's uh, entry, and for that, it's a big five. Big fat five. I love it. Paul, you already did you didn't we, Brian? Yeah, you already did me, Brian. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I was I was a little Luke cool on it earlier because uh, he clearly has enough guns. However, he's, <laughs> he's so involved in the community, um, and I have a strong feeling that that he does introduce a lot of new shooters, the young shooters. He he has the tolerance and and charity to still talk to anti gunners, which I'm I have run out of. I hit my <laughs> lifetime limit on associating with people like that, and so he's doing the Lord's work because there are some that are still savable. And so uh, I would lobby. I'm going to give it a five, and I'm going to lobby that sen- even if he doesn't win, that if if Century's going to kick out another gun, I think it would 
he would use it to convert more people to our way. And so I'm I'm going five plus on on Mr. Brad. And he got a perfect score, twenty five. <laughs> Very nice. And I want to show you this. Um, that last picture that he had, that's a shooting stage at one of the matches. Let's check this out. This this is kind of cool. They get on a floating platform. Yeah. That is cool. I've yeah, never I, seen anything like that at a match. That's awesome. Is that not cool? And homeboy can move good for a for a big dude. He's shooting that, that 12 guy. gauge. I like the caveat off Brian's thing there too. Like this guy didn't just submit his like best collection of five pictures to tell the story. Like you just clicked on his main page and you can see a lot more evidence that corroborates his story it's not bullshit like he's been living the life for a long time oh he's a real deal i'm real so yeah he and his daughter both five plus thing is real for me yeah i just wanted i want to show that more for clay maybe that's something that uh clash can you scroll down to joe biden bmx too there's some bonus points (laughs) (laughs) right here oh man yeah that's bonus points right there yeah i dig that so you guys could go uh and do that too. I mean, listeners, go follow other listeners on their their Instagram. I'm not. I need to follow back. I thought I was following him. Practice what I preach, Donna. All right, next one. We've got uh, Jerry Black, and uh, this one will probably strike a chord with with you guys too. I thought this was a good one. Oh, where's it at? And he, you know, these are some of the first people when I first had the call to put your entries in. All these people made it the first the first call. So this is Jerry Black. It says, my daughter just got engaged and they are talking marriage. I am talking lead. They want to spend the rest of the century in each other's arms. I want a new century arms. <laughs> and then... He's got all the hashtags and, and all the stuff there. And you can see he's got two leddies, two talking leddies. Um, he's got Defiant Munitions. He's got 1776 United. Uh, he's got SEAL 1. He's got a nice SEAL 1 cleaning kit. He's got a Mission First Tactical. He's got U.S. Palm. He's got an ODS, 1775. And is that a Jericho or is that a, what pistol is that? I can't tell what pistol that is. Uh, but then he's got his sentry rifle there, too. That could be a Canic. Maybe that's a Canic. Yeah, it looks like one. And, of course, he's got his talking lead hat. Look, he's even got a hat. This is an OG listener right here. That was, like, within the first year. I haven't done hats since then, talking lead hats. He's got one of our original hats. That's at least 10 years old, and it still looks brand new. He's on the beach, so they're on vacation. This isn't in Tennessee. This guy lives in Tennessee. We don't have an ocean in Tennessee, so he took all this stuff on vacation with him. (laughs) That's pretty cool. So let's start with um, Brian. Well, uh, yeah, not only is he one of my customers, but he's risking like a seriously bad time if somebody sees him out there. And, (laughs) I, I, you know... Hotel balcony. I, I really like the chutzpah there. Um, even though maybe I shouldn't be saying that out loud. There's some defiant munitions in there. He's got a sense of humor. I like the um, firearms around children to keep them in line. All of these things are wonderful. So, yeah, he gets a five. 
Yeah, plus his little uh, poem that he did there. My daughter just got engaged, and they are talking marriage. I'm talking lead. I love that. Yeah, no, keeping keeping males, uh, amorous males near your daughter in constant fear of annihilation is is high <laughs> on my list. Good. Being a being a father of two daughters, I like where his head's at. Yeah, and that raised eyebrow there. It's like he might push him over the edge of the balcony, or he might just cap him. Right. I, I dig, I dig it. What's your point? I, oh, five all day long. Okay. All day long. Nice. James. Yeah, I mean, I like the family element. I really love the poem. I think he's uh, he's witty. That's good stuff. Uh, you know, I see some overdeveloping cumulus clouds in the background, so it looks like they're about to have a bad day anyways. So, yeah, I'm going to give him a five. Nice. And... Paul. Paul with us? Paul. Bueller. Bueller. Paul. Paul? Let's go to Marco. Well, I first uh, started to hate on him. Because thinking that, uh, because I love Florida and he's probably in Florida right there. And I thought that was his house because with all the guns and stuff. But then when you told me he's from Tennessee and he traveled and he brought all this stuff with him. <laughs> uh, that immediately reversed the whole thing. And then, uh, like I said, he, the poem, uh, the family, and, the, you know, I got the 45 and the shot up shovel, and I doubt anybody will miss you type of deal. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and... Uh, Is that a five? Uh, give him a five. Okay. Nice. And we'll go to Clay. Uh, it's a five. I love that he gave the kid no choice. He's like, you're going to stand there, you're going to do the thing with the ring, and I'm going to take this picture, kid. I don't really want to hear anything else about it. I love that. <laughs> I've been intimidated by uh, many dads uh, in my younger life, so I feel the stress, man. And I love the idea that he had to find out about this contest maybe right before a vacation and piled everything in the car. I don't know how he pulled this off. Yeah. Uh, it's it's Everything about it's great. They so definitely didn't fly there. yeah did we get paul back dirty that's good did we get paul back paul dropped he lost his connection all right so we'll hold off we'll have to come back and get paul's vote on this one i'm sure we'll probably give him a five all right let's go to uh h-e-r-c-g-23 Find it on his page. Oh, he does a lot of posts. He does a lot of giveaways. That's kind of a cool picture right there. But that's not there it is. Is this right there at the top? Oh here. Okay. Here we go. Yeah, it looks like it's just a single pick. So he says trying to get in the talking lead contest, toss in two century arm rifles, Wasser, AK and a set me, a US palm mag and a few little fillers. Good luck all. So he wishes everybody good luck. He's got the tags. He's got the hashtag. Little camo background there. He's got a Glock. Got a 1911, looks like. So what do you guys think? Let's start with uh, James. So I kind of take this back to the uh, some of the pictures at, at the beginning. It's, uh, you know, it didn't have, like, the creativity, but it is a cool picture, and he kind of put it together almost like a, 
proof mark looking thing there. So I'll give him some props for the picture and uh, the toys he's sharing with us there. Uh, did he tag everybody that he's supposed to? I can't really tell. Yeah, he's I'm got saying. he's got them all on there. He did. Okay, so um, yeah, I'll give him a I'll give him a solid three. Okay, so James gives him a three. Is is Paul back? No, Paul. All right, Brian. Well, I like that he's rounded out kind of the the best calibers, more or less, of the semi-automatic magazine-fed things. He's got 5.56762 Russian, 7.62 NATO, uh, 9mm, and what looks like maybe 45. Looks like a 1911 pattern, and it... I don't know if it's 9 or 45, but let's just say it's 45. I like that. I like that he went through the trouble of a backdrop. Um, the AR, man. Oh, right. We have sponsors that are on the side of Satan, so we gotta we got to deal with that. That's okay. That's okay. Um, I don't think any of our sponsors are on that AR, though. Oh, okay, great. Um, that I can tell. Well, I... I that's a, that's a Magpul. That's a Magpul mag, yeah. Um, I'm going to go four. All right, Brian gives him a four. Okay, can somebody just, not to be redundant, can you read his caption? Absolutely. Uh, it just says, uh, trying to get in the talking lead contest. Toss in two Century Arm rifles, a Wasser AK, and a Set Me, a U.S. Palm mag, and a few little fillers. Good luck all. Okay. And it's your turn. Oh, my turn. Yes, sir. All right. Oh, sorry about that. Um, okay, just kind of like a... First of all, I have a, a soft spot in my heart for Sentry Arms. I've worked with them for a long time. And, um, you know, when Steve Kahaya was still there and, and Jacob was there, and then I'm, uh, you know, in good relationship with the michael and and the uh and you know, william and so whenever the guns are in question or their guns uh, on the on the table so to speak so i'm all for it and this guy obviously has a couple of them but again i mean just uh laying laying out the half shelter and um, and putting the guns down i mean i'm thinking you know 10 year old kid can do something like that i mean it's yeah. not a lot of the effort put not in huge there. effort but yeah he put effort in i mean just the the previous entries was i mean it just blows this one out of the water so i'm gonna go with the solid three on this one okay got a three on that one and clay uh, i think half of this picture has the right combination of wood and steel the other half not so much and this is a contest for an AK, so if you cover up the AR, <laughs> picture looks pretty good. Uh, so for that, I, I got to give him a three, and mainly because the bar has been set so high by some of these other entries. I get it, yeah. Uh, yeah. Caption could have been a bit more creative. He did take some time accumulating everything, but yeah. it's a solid three in my opinion. Yeah. And I, and I will, on behalf of, of some of my listeners, I did extend this like three times. So people thought that they were getting it in probably – rushing it in when they actually had more time. But if they listened to the podcast, then they would have known. And I gave him the opportunity to redo them also. Paul, is Paul back yet? 
No, you know, might, you might have to take his place. Otherwise, uh, the couple of the guys, this one and the one before, might be uh, losing, you know, whatever points. That's true. You, That's true. We'll, we'll, give him, we'll give him a little bit more time. Uh, so we'll go on. We'll move on to the next one. The next one is Shep Guns, S-H-E-P-G-U-N-S, and Shep. <laughs> so he says, girls got to pick their own faces. Talking lead, thank you for extending the competition and reminding us to enter. Like I just said, we might need another AK so we don't fight over this one. Yesterday we had a U.S. Palm mag, but Captain America had her thumb in the trigger guard. <laughs> so he had to retake the picture. I remember he submitted that, and I was like, you might want to uh, retake that photo. Um, but there you go. He's got the hashtags in there. He's got the tags. So he's got his daughters involved with this one. I think this might have been a what actually got us banned. Um from the TLB FT47 hashtag <laughs> with the kids and the guns. So who wants to start off with this one? James. Um, I'm, I'm going to give him a four for the family element and the fact that he got you guys as a tag band. I think that's great. Uh, and uh, yeah, okay. you know, I like the creativity on the picture with little faces and stuff. So yeah, let's go for gotcha. Brian. Okay, so this is a dude that is a good parent because he's uh, he cares about his kids a lot. Uh, he's getting them into guns, and he also knows that it's a super bad idea to put your kids' faces on the interwebs, um, especially if, yeah, that's, like, really cool. He's, he's dialed in. Um, and, yeah, getting banned, love it. If you're an, if you're an enemy of the state, super. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> five, to the five all day, totally, my people. Nice. Uh, Clay. I think it's a four, man. He's going to be a good dad, and uh, he's going to have two really good daughters when they get older. Good parenting here. Uh, train, train, like I train. Say, the bar has been set so high by some of the others, it's the only reason I can't give it a five. Yeah. Solid four. Marco. Well, I'm a sucker for family. And uh, right here, he's got little girls. He's starting them off right. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm going to have to go as high as four for this one. All right. We got a he's four. doing the right thing. All right. Paul just said he's he keeps trying to connect, but it won't let him connect. So let me see if maybe I can send him the link again or an invite to get him back. Because that's going to screw up our judging. All right, let's see. I think it's probably his dinner time, and he's just using that as an excuse. Very European of him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see uh, if that works. We'll keep, we'll keep going, and if he doesn't, then I'll go back, and I'll 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 have to step in and judge. So we got everybody but Paul's on that one. So the next one is old weird guy. And, I didn't uh, submit anything. You what you didn't? didn't? <laughs> no. You could have if you weren't going to be old, a judge. Old, old somebody, guy, yeah. yeah, somebody stole his name. Uh, Paul actually submitted something. 
<laughs> Paul submitted one. Let's judge it. All right. Here. So it's a it's going to be a video. Um. Oh, I haven't. I got to share my screen. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna. I don't think you can hear the audio, but I'll play it here. So he does a little a little pre video thanks here he says i want to give a special thank you and i love you to my parents jim and connie who are both in their 70s for trying to figure out the phone camera and help me film this on a miserable hot day in south alabama uh and then his caption says i grew up thinking the ak was a stupid gun because it is what the commies used in all those movies after listening to the talking lead ak corner for a couple of years now i really want one i love century arms products and if i win this will be my fourth, but first long gun. So here's his video. All right. Hey, fellow leadheads. I've got my parents here helping me try and shoot the video for the AK giveaway. I'm going to be shooting my Canik TP9 Elite SC. I love this thing. Got the little Hollow Sun 507K on top. Uh, and I was going to shoot at shorter distances, but it just makes it too easy. So we're going to do our best here. I hit about 20% of the time. I'm shooting an eight inch steel plate out there at a hundred yards with some little lipstick colored bullets. And then do the pinch to zoom to zoom in. Parents trying to work the camera. Can you kind of see it out there? Yeah. All right. We'll give it a go here. Are you on it? Yeah. And swing. <laughs> Did you stop the video? I did when you said that. If it's, I think it's. Is there a countdown on top? One, one X. Is, is there a timer counting on the? So top? he's he's trying to talk right. his parents through how to get this figured out. Hopefully, I can cut that part out. Uh, it's my senior citizens' parents helping me out. I'm old myself, so it tells you how old they are and using this technology. It turned out about like I thought it would. Two out of ten. But using that little 2MOA dot, no magnification, and you can still, even with my shaky hands, reliably hit it about 20% of the time. Eight inches at 100 yards. So eight inches at 100 yards, he hit uh, you can just like eight it. out of 10. I'm and done. I'm not what's shoot. funny is his, his parents trying to work the camera. <laughs> so, so there you go, old weird guy. Let's start with Marco. All right, so I got again a lot to unwrap here. First of all, uh, my you know big big plus is that I spend uh, ten years in LA myself, so you know that's Lower Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so the guys in the south, southern Alabama, so good for him. Another thing is, like, he's got these elderly parents that help him out with his videos and stuff. That's another thing. 
But the big minus is uh, uh, he's a pistol guy and doesn't own a rifle, and I'm a rifle guy. So um, I'm going to go ahead and give him a, a solid, solid three for an effort and uh, trying to be, uh, you know, stay in the game, so to speak. All right. Clay. I agree with Marco. I couldn't have said it better. Uh, that's a solid three. Solid three. All right. Uh, Brian. Yeah, ditto. You know, the the video is a little bit painful. I understand there were, there were helpers, but like Curtis Alstrom of VSO Gun Channel constantly just lights me on fire when I make videos that are any kind of shaky at all. And um, I was looking through his eyes in some sense at this video. I love that he's with his parents uh, and, and doing family stuff, and his shooting is clearly great. So I think a three is a good summary. All right. Uh, and then Paul still hasn't joined us. I guess I'm going to have to jump in here and start doing some some judging. James. Yeah, so on this one, I uh, I kind of agree, too. I, the video is painful, but I love that he's with his family, so it kind of cancels out a little bit there. He's doing pistol stuff. looks like he doesn't have a rifle, maybe, and so he's trying to do it at what I would say is more of a rifle distance. Um, and I couldn't hear the audio, obviously, so, I mean... Uh, maybe he came and said that, like, hey, I need a rifle, so I have to do this. Well, he says it in up. his in his thing I read. He says, uh, oh, okay. He says, I love Century Arms products, and if I win, this will be my his fourth Century, but his first long gun. Okay. So he doesn't. So, yeah, so doesn't have a long gun. He wants one. He should have done the drills at a, at or the shooting at a shorter distance and be like, man, if I get a rifle, maybe I could shoot these other targets. I don't know. Anyways, uh, yeah, I like the family element, but you know, the video's a little shaky, and it just. It, the bar's been set so high, so it's just hard to uh, to really give him the upper numbers there. So I'm going to go yeah. solid three also. Okay. And I guess I'm going to step in here and and judge. I really like this video. Uh, it it tugged on my heartstrings, you know, to we have... had audio. <laughs> well, I had, it, I had the thing of y'all couldn't hear it. No. <laughs> okay. So, but anyway, through the thing, you know, he's thanking his parents. And he's like, hey... You know, please forgive the shakiness. I got my parents out here helping me. And even in the beginning, it says, you know, I got my 70-year-old parents out here helping me um, and and whatnot. So, but I thought, you know, the fact that his parents got out there and were willing to to help him make this video, shooting 100 yards with the Canik, he was hitting, he, he got, uh, what, out of, you know, at that distance. I thought that was pretty good. I, I give him a good solid five. I liked it. Just the whole you know, element of having his elderly parents out there helping him out in the hot heat in Alabama. This was one of our very first video uh, entries as well. So he kind of set the bar for people to start doing videos instead of the, you know, just the still pictures. Uh, so I give him a five. Uh, and then I'll go back and do those other three uh, after we do the other ones here. So let's move on to number 13. And this is Esum 87. And... You're not going to need the audio for this one. Uh, he doesn't say anything in it. But let me read the caption before I play the video. Uh, it says, For the Talking Lead BFT giveaway, I thought I'd post one of my favorite videos, training with tactical response and using a Sentry Arms AK. Thanks for the contest, Lefty, Sentry Arms, and all the sponsors. And then he's got everybody hashtagged and everything there. Um, so let me hit the play. He's running some drills here. 
And for those of us who's been there, we know that range. So putting in some work on the range. Oh, a little slip on the mag change. All right, bad guy is down. Bad guy is down. So he stops, checks his surroundings. Tactical reload, ba-boom. So there you go. This is ESOM 87. Marco. Okay, so, <laughs> all right, well, I, you know, it's a video. It's a video of him shooting a sentry gun. Running some drills, um, yeah. Yeah, um, some drills. You know, not to, I mean, not, obviously, it's a very good place. He's in very good hands with tactical response. Uh, the big minus for me was that S9 way of charging the AK after swapping the magazines. <laughs> you know, I mean, you're not a SWAT freaking officer. You know, you make yourself as small as possible when you switch the magazines so you don't stand there like a stupid target. That's my biggest thing about this. So I'm going to give this guy a three. Sorry. Three because of the uh, the reload Short there. Because of the reloading. Okay. Technique. That's fair. That's fair. Um, Clay. Hey, Marco said it, not me. <laughs> uh, the only downside to this video, I think, uh, it see, it, although he's at an awesome place, I don't, you know, I don't think the video was made purposely for the giveaway. So because of that, I want to agree with Marco and give him a three. He's out there doing it, which is awesome. But in the spirit of this being a giveaway, everyone else that had purpose made content for the giveaway did better. So I got to give it a three. Okay. Uh, Brian. Uh, I love the snot out of this. So for people that are not, not watching it, he's doing a serpentine drill. Um, he's going around a bunch of barrels and learning how to actually move with his gun, and he stayed safe. Um, true to tactical response form, there's a downrange photographer, which I always like. So he's, he's definitely going to be nervous, uh, which is good. You know, he, he starts that what happened with him is kind of typical that they start unwinding under the stress of doing it over and over again. I thought he did great. I love that he trains at the same time. I tend to agree with, with clay that it's, um, you know, I, I definitely know who shot the video and it wasn't for this contest. So I'm going to knock him down a little bit to a four, but everything other than that, I absolutely adore. Okay. James. Yeah, I agree with everybody so far, um, especially the fact that it wasn't necessarily made for this contest. However, uh, given the circumstances lately or recently with events and stuff, I, I, I certainly it tugs at me with the tactical response thing. Um, and more importantly, I think there's multiple types of, of gun owners. There's the collectors and then there's the people that just buy shit and then buy more shit and buy more shit and buy more shit. And, and then there's the people that enter the training world and their minds are expanded. And so it hits home with the fact that he trains. And for that reason, I'm giving him a five. Nice. And I, too, 
like the video. I like the fact that he did a video. Maybe he didn't do it specifically for this contest, but he's got a Century Arms uh, product, so that shows that even before this, he didn't just go out and get a Century Arms for the giveaway. He had this. He's been using it. Uh, that is his, you know, that's his battle rifle right there because that's what you take to tactical response is the weapon that you're going to go to battle with, and he's training with it. And, yeah, maybe, you know, he wasn't uh, perfect on his, um, you know, his reload, but he's learning. You know, he's there training, and he's going to get better. So I give him a five. Can I, can I go back? <laughs> no, you cannot. <laughs> I, I gotta go back. I uh, I missed the freaking. Uh, I missed the train on this thing. Uh, yes, I'm gonna have to bump mine to four, from three to four because uh, okay. although it was a purposely made video, but uh, you gotta you gotta kind of love the guy for the uh, the fact that he's training. It just uh, if it was me, I would. Uh, train them differently to reload it but other than that I mean that you know it's it's easy to sit in the seat uh, in the chair in the soft chair and like critique people who's out there um so um yeah i'm gonna have to bump it up to four sorry okay sorry okay the, simon <laughs> but uh, you put a different perspective on it for me very good all right the next one is from glatru so let's go to Glotru's. Is this? Yeah, this is my website. Um, this was a submission right here, but it's just a magazine, and it has to be a firearm. So that's just a U.S. Palm magazine. That's some of the custom ones that we had made. Um, so it doesn't really count. You give it a two. <laughs> I think this is Glotru's right here. Let's see. Yes, entry from Leadhead Glotru, um, and he just has a picture of his AK-63D. And that's, let me go to his, his page. Maybe there was more than one picture. I think he, I think he created this account just to enter this contest, too, and which, you know, I give kudos for people who did that because a lot of our listeners don't have social media. They're not on social media. So some of them did create accounts just to uh, to enter the, the giveaway. So I give them points for that. But we'll start with uh, Clay. Let me get back to it, see if I can find it. Here it is. Under folders are sick. He's got a real Bakelite, which is even cooler. And we even have a mold number, which means it's a bit more rare than your average Bakelite. That's super sick. At the same time, effort-wise, a little low effort. A lot of cool stuff going on here, though, and it looks like he might be missing a few tags, if I'm not mistaken. He he is missing some uh, sponsor tags. That is correct. Yep. I'll give him a three, and I think that's being nice. That's being generous. That is being generous. We appreciate that. Uh, James. So I actually like the quality of the picture, and I'm with Clay. Uh, the Bakelite is a nice touch. I don't think we've seen one yet in these posts. And there was one. I think it might was there? Okay. And it might even be the first underfolder, which is cool. Uh, when you went to his page, like you said, it looks like he created it for this. So that's neat. And then he followed up with two other AK pictures, which weren't the same. One's a spiker, it looked like. So I'd give him some props, but I'm also disappointed in the lack of tags. So I'm going a three. Okay. Brian. Well, as a manufacturer, um, 
the scratch that's on the left side, I'm just really tuned in for scratches because whenever we scratch a gun in-house, we lose like $400 and get to go back, do not pass go, do not collect $200. The yeah, the rifle is fine. Blim. Yeah, the, the <laughs> scratch is fine if there was dirt on that gun. That gun is too clean, and that's a safe scratch, in my humble opinion. I love the Bakelite. That's exactly it, what that scratch is, good eye. Could be a yeah, blim it, sale, too. <laughs> yeah, it could be, but then I would say there's no dirt on that gun. That's mm-hmm. true. Me, and I hate underfolders. I'm not marking them down for the underfolder. I'm just not... For every point that Clay gave him, I'm I'm not giving him one for the underfolder, which is fine. Clay can be weird like that. Um, and uh, so I'm going to give it a two, and uh, I'm going to tell him to get that gun dirty and uh, and 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 run the heck out of it. And and also thank him for the submission. And that Bakelite is sick, and his other guns are sick. He did tag Century Arms and Talking Lead uh, in the actual photo. I went to his page, so. He got a couple of the uh, the tags. I really like all of Brian's logic, except for the anti-underfolder thing. We're going to have to fight later. Yeah, we totally will, and I outweigh you by over 100 pounds. So How many points did you give him, Brian? Two. I think I'm going two. I may have said three, but two. Two? two. Okay. Two, Sorry, two. bro. It's not that I don't like you. Marco. Well, I'm going to have to go fall in with everybody else. I'm not going to go as long as Brian did just because of the light. I uh, brought over 12,000 of them in on, uh, uh, out of sheer miracle. So at one point, Share I could have the the po- <laughs> <laughs> filled the pool with them and then swim in it, you know. But anyway, so everybody likes the Bakelites. And uh, for that reason, I'm gonna just going to give them three. Okay. Got a three from, from Marco. So uh, I'm giving him a three just for all the reasons uh, there. And he missed... He missed some of our sponsor tags, too. Um, so, let's see. That's 6, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. So, he gets a 14. All right, next one. Number 15, we've got Carolina Reload. Uh, I bet this is it. Yeah, here we go. Carolina Reload. Something old, something new, something borrowed, and something blue. Entering to win a new Century BFT-47 from the Talking Lead podcast. Yes, I do. I Century. Oh, no. Yes, I do. Century M70AB2 IWI Masada Tactical. So he's got a uh, IWI weapon in there, one of our sponsors. And then he's got the uh, Century Arms M70AB2. He's got the Factory 47 AK Corner T-shirt. And it's an underfolder. So, Brian, we'll start with you. All right. Um, I dig that he's got a Masada in there. I like IWI in general a lot. Um, And uh, that's a sweet-looking gun. Um, I normally loathe Yugo stuff, working on it anyway, but the grenade launcher flip upside on the gas block for whatever reason really revs my engine he's got some um he's trying to take the atrocious ergonomics of the underfolder down a peg with some hand done paracord wrapping and braiding that looks pretty nicely done so i'm gonna go four here okay clay 
Sorry, Brian. I love Hugo Pattern AKs. Love them. And this yeah, was you're back dead when to me. dead to me. <laughs> this was back when Century was bringing in some really cool Hugo Pattern stuff. The AB twos uh, are highly coveted these days. The gas shut off, as uh, Brian was talking about for the uh, grenade launching <laughs> site. The underfolder is super sick. Even has the original, actual Serbian foregrip, Serbian set of wood. Uh, the bolts in the white. The gun's blue. That's like exactly how you should have a Yugo Pattern AK. So I love that. It's a solid four for me. It's got the talking lead shirt. Looks like he used proper tags. I dig it. It's a four for me. Nice. Marco. Well, um, okay, I kind of got to agree with Clay. And, uh, uh, you know, it's funny how the life kind of progresses and what used to be a cool to collect it's no longer accessible and then what we used to dump our noses at now becomes the collectible stuff and it's kind of the story of this particular gun uh he also it looks like he um embraced the spirit of this uh contest and uh, actually uh had, had a thought and it and put put forth some effort and if i'm not mistaken it was a little rhyming it and little poem that he he's written yeah he did the something old something new something borrowed and something blue which is <laughs> like great so for that for the effort solid four solid four i like it nice james yeah so on collector type rifles in the ak niche uh, the thing that drives me absolutely nuts is when people go and do some sort of Gucci modern day mod on them. Um, there's there's AK rifles in the world that are fine for that, but on some of these other pieces, you just keep them as original as possible. And he did that here, uh, or at least he showcased in one like that. So it's always fun to see those. Uh, and like you know, like you just said, Marco, with the little poem, there's some creativity put effort into this, and he didn't just lay some stuff out, take a picture, and then he's got the shirt. So. Uh, I like everything about it. I'm going a four on this one as well. Very good. And I, too, will give him a four uh, just for the fact that there there have been some better ones. So nothing wrong with this at all. I like what he's done. I uh, love the, the AK corner shirt he's got in there. Nice touch. So I give him a four. So he gets a four across the board there. So he's at 20. So n next one, number 16. Austin Whalen. Howdy, howdy, Austin. He's in Texas. So I think I'm going to have to go to his, or I may have it here. So this is a transitional one. So you've got to, got to pay attention. So look at the picture here. Then we go to the next one. And then we go to the next one. So he says, I don't have any Century Arms other than some U.S. Palm Mags. So I photoshopped me holding the TLBFT47, LOL. I started, it started looking too real, so I had to outline it, had to get creative. So I never would have known that uh, he photoshopped that in there had he not done that. So he could have actually got away with, uh, with doing that, but he shared with us what he did. Um, I like the creativity of this, uh, the concept so I'll give I'm gonna give and he's got the talking he's got all the talking lead shirts. He's got all of them in there. I love that. I'm gonna give him a five. 
Marco. Well, again, um, though he lacks the product, so to speak, but he nailed it out of the ballpark with the creativity. And uh, and then he didn't just, uh, like you said, he didn't really just show you the picture, but he did admit that he was... Uh, he photoshopped it. Yeah. Honesty. And, uh, that takes, uh, <laughs> it takes some, some skill and desire, I would say, to... Uh, uh, get the gun that he wanted. So I'm going to give him five for this. Nice. I like that. Wait, wait for those watching. Hold it up. There you go. He's got a five. James. Yeah, I like the uh, creativity also and the slight foreshadow of like what it would look like if I won kind of thing. Um, and as a graphic design guy, I absolutely know what went into that. It, it takes a little time and effort and uh, certainly some knowledge. Like if he doesn't have experience with the program, that's going to take a lot of time. So, yeah, I think he put a lot of effort into this. And uh, I think I'm going to go a solid four on this one. And only because there's been some damn good submissions. All right. Brian. Yeah, I'm going to go four on this one as well for the same reasons as James. Um, I do some Photoshop stuff badly. And <laughs> yeah, the, me too. Uh, the... <laughs> and the uh he he did a great job uh i think it's yeah. awesome i wouldn't have known other than the fact that he's got his twins there i mean obviously that's photoshopped but the gun in his hand i never would have known that that was photoshopped yeah like if you look at the um the backdrop and and the tracing on like his the the black shirt on his shoulders there see how smooth all that is yeah that's really hard to get right yeah. So there's probably a green screen involved in that, and I'm just impressed. So, yep, four for me. Yeah. Very cool. Um, Clay? This is an easy five, and I, I couldn't agree with uh, Brian and James Moore. Uh, I hate outlining things for thumbnails. It is so tedious. It takes so long that I avoid it nowadays. What he had to do to crop himself, the gun, everything, that was that's extremely tedious work. So the amount of effort that went into this, quite a bit. He had to change shirts three times, change gun three times, do who knows, maybe an hour's worth of very tedious photoshopping. It's a five for me. And he did all the proper tagging. Everything yes. about this is an ideal entry, in my opinion. Very good. All right, moving on. Next one, Jason Edgar. Let's go to Jason's. See if we can find it after all my Sturgis. How you like my Cryptek camo there? It's my fishing camo. Fresh. Fresh. Fresh and so clean. Idaho Company. Very cool. So it says, Jason Egger, had to go old school with these old-time Century Arms gems. C-A-I... M44 and a CAI Serbian M2447. My Keltec Webbins P32 rocking an Arma laser. That's right, a laser on his Keltec. <laughs> so if I die before I win, please contact my next of kin. I'm making this post to enter me, man. I want to win. BFT Century. Badass effing Trunion! Exclamation point. So, he's got some old school rifles in there, some old Century Arms imports. He's got uh, 
Factory 47 Letty. He's got the Talking Lead uh, Classic T-shirt there. Keltec Weapons, one of our sponsors. He's got a hat. He's got the the gun. He's got the Seal One in there. He's got Red Army Standard Ammo, also part of Century Arms. He was one of the people who got one of our limited edition U.S. Palm mags that Mission First Tactical did up for us. One of the Wolverine ones. Um, is that a, a Factory 47 t-shirt there, James? Yep. Yep. I got to get one of those Zestava shirts. That is sick. Oh, they're all sick, man. Have you have you checked those out? They're awesome. Um, yeah, so did I miss anything there? I think I got everything. It looks like you got all the tags and hashtags and everything right. So, Clay, what do you think, buddy? Uh, what he lacks in skill taking the photo looks like it was taken <laughs> with a potato. He makes up for with ingenuity and uh, every other thing he could have done and collected for this photo. He did all the rules right. I love seeing a Mosin. I think that's the first one of those we've seen. Yeah. Uh, all of y'all's merch, all of the other sponsors, I think makes up for the poor quality. I got to give him a five. A lot of effort went into collecting all this stuff and doing all the rules properly. Nice. And there's a Mission First Tactical uh, dump tray in there, too. Uh, Brian. Um, He clearly put in a lot of time and thought, and it's unique. Um, Hmm. I'm uninspired, and that is all I can, I think, just you the mr mugatu like i feel like i'm on crazy pills not so hot right now i think i give a three okay brian gives him a three let's go to james so this kind of reminds me of some of the earlier picks where maybe the pick wasn't so good he clearly put time in collecting all his things he got creative with what he wrote but uh what tips the scales for me on this one is that he's got brand loyalty here he's he's got a lot of stuff going on in this picture he's been around a while and he's been loyal this whole time um i mean he's got all the things he didn't just tag all the things he has all the things so i'm giving him a five very good i like that and i want to prove that brian's on crazy pills (laughs) i didn't know that james could be nice so that i've learned something marco never too old to learn brian well (laughs) so i'm looking at this and uh you know what it reminds me of the quality of the picture the the stuff in it the two old timer type of uh weapons in there it reminds me of century arms and shotgun news like back circa yeah it does doesn't it has that old school look (laughs) this guy uh he uh, uh again embraced the spirit of this contest he uh was like uh, James said, he was loyal, and uh, he collected all this stuff, and he pulled it out of his uh, uh, whatever it is that he keeps the stuff in, and put it and laid it all out, and used a potato to take a picture. So uh, for the effort, just the effort to kind of arrange the stuff on the floor of his uh, thing and lay down some kind of camel. Uh, it's like a real tree, heavy, right? So for that, uh, solid four for him. Nice. And for all the reasons that you guys mentioned, and I think maybe it's an intentional, the the look of this picture, to give it that old school look and feel. 
So I think it's uh, now you put in different dimension on this. Yeah, thing. so I think it's intentional <laughs> um, that he did the picture this way, and the fact again, brand loyalty. Uh, he has been a, a longtime listener and supporter of the the show, and uh, yeah, I'm going to give him a five. Love it. All right, next one we've got flood munitions. So let's see what Flood's got for us here. Actually, uh, this is Paul's submission. So let's let's judge Paul's. <laughs> oh man! So actually used it today. Oh, you did. The AP five. So Paul's got a picture of an AP five, uh, and he's got the. Now I have a machine gun. Ho ho ho. ho, ho. Yep. From Die Hard. Uh, <laughs> now, do we get to judge Paul here? We're judging. We... We're judging Paul here. He doesn't count, but we're going to judge him. Okay. So go, go, uh, James. Okay. Well, first of all, it's a little too early for Christmas, so I already got to dock him. He used a red <laughs> marker instead of red lipstick. Uh, <laughs> but the creati- the creativity is up there, and I feel like Paul could probably kick my ass. So. Man, is that a skull on the grip? That is a skull. Wow. He has a skull on the grip. Yeah, I'm going a four on this. Okay. Very good. Brian. That's a good picture. I'm going a zero. (laughs) Paul gets a zero. A big zero. Yeah, I I dock him another point for not being here also, by the way. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I give him him a minus one just for not being here. Just for having shitty internet connection. Clay, what do you say? I got to give him a zero, too, because I don't think there's anything wrong. There's zero wrong with this photo. I like that. Good Wait, he didn't tag all the things, did he? No. Well. Oh, he's out, dude. Disqualified. Not everybody. I'm giving, him, I'm no. giving him a DQ. <laughs> he got the uh, hashtag TLBFT47. So what about <laughs> you, Marco? What do you think, Marco? Well, you got to admit. You know, I mean, for all his follies and stuff, that he's not here. He's pretending to have dinner as if he's in Paris at 10 o'clock. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and then he didn't use the lipstick on that gray sweatshirt and stuff. But you got to admit, it's like the coolest gun we've seen so far, maybe. And uh, It is also, a cool gun. Um, I use this quote today with, with pretending to DP-27, though. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, nice. I sent somebody a picture of it. Oh, actually, video I was shooting it and said, "Now I have a machine gun." Ho ho ho! But anyway, so I'm gonna give him go uh, a solid four. Okay, so there you go. He gets he gets a negative one overall. <laughs> All right, next one. This one is from Flood Munitions, and I believe it's this one. Let me see. Make sure this is... Yep, flood munitions. So, entry by Leadhead Flood Munition. Imports are the best ports, is what he says. And then he's got all the tags, all the hashtags. He's even went and got to Aklis, some of the friends of the show. So, that's cool. So, actually, I think he's got multiple pictures. Let me go to his... to his actual post. See if we can find it. He's got a lot of... I think this is it. 
Yeah, so here's here's picture number one. There's a little close-up. So describe what we're saying, seeing for the audience here, Marco. For our listening audience, describe it for them. Oh, okay. So, well, uh, the, the first of all, I would say it's out of all the AK family, I'm a, I'm a partial to RPKs because they got a lot of dead rap from people who never actually wielded them or, or been next to them in, the, in the, you know, in the dire situation. RPKs is a solid uh, gun. I always have a soft spot in my heart for that. <clears throat> Obviously, leaning towards the um, the uh, RPK seventy four plat, uh, I'm not gonna say platform, but let's say gun. But this is uh, a beautifully um, a beautiful representation of RPK with the nice orange laminate stock with the seventy five round drum attached to it, just like a doctor prescribed. Uh, Bakelite handle. Yeah, he also spent some time. Uh, kind of stage in it, you know, throwing everything in. There's some German camo in there. There's a bayonet, the Type 3 bayonet in there uh, that quite possibly might be Soviet. There's a skull in it. Is it a skull? <laughs> That's a skull, yeah. <laughs> He's got a skull. What's sticking out of it? I can't, I can't tell it. what that is. But uh, It's a feather. Oh, it is. It is a feather, yeah. Nice. Well, I mean, so the the just uh, old time presentation uh, without any kind of like a, uh, the the photoshops or what have you with the beautiful background I mean it just it's just a beautiful picture I have to say and uh, and the decent gun uh, better than decent gun and then there's is this a mechanic it's a Masada it's got a Masada oh, 9 Masada, Masada. yeah there we go so I'm going to go ahead and uh, go with five on this one. Nice. Brian. This hits me right in the red dawn feels, and uh, so I'm going five on it. Nice. Legit. And he, he, he had to work to – he hauled a bunch of stuff out to a really nice – when I shoot pictures, I hate using a, a studio if I have to or a light box. I love using natural settings like this, and uh, – yeah, lots of lots of stacking uh, tyrannical invading force energy with it from a position of uh, of altitudinal superiority. So dig it, five. Clay. This is the to me one of the easiest fives so far. I was looking at these entries before we did this live stream, and this was my favorite entry out of everything that I saw. Uh, I've been talking with Flood here recently. Found his YouTube channel. Super nice guy. Uh, from his profile pic, the dude uh, knows how to party. Everything about this, <laughs> the AES-10B, that Romanian RPK, one of the first guns I ever post-sampled when I got my FFL. It is still to this day my favorite machine gun. I love Romanian RPKs. Uh, I love his Chinese SKS, the, the full stripper clips, the beautiful photo. This guy knows what he's doing. He took time to take these photos. Everything about this is awesome. Uh, easy five for me. Very good. James. Yeah, so in this one, I mean, you've got the rifle, you got the East German camo, there's an ammo crate, you got a skull, a shamog in there, you got the mags, the pistol. Uh, I mean, there's just a lot of details going on, but even the way he staged all the stuff, the photos all have that kind of blurry background feel. So this guy brought like 
a prime lens or some special camera type setup with him and really set the focal to pinpoint what he wanted you to see. Like this guy brought photography skills to this. So it wasn't just a matter of like gathering all his goods and going to this location, but it's like way beyond that. I mean, the bayonet, I don't think we've seen a bayonet in here yet. Um, yeah, he just brought all the things. So yeah, we got to go five on this. All right. James gives him a five as well. So that leaves it up to me. Uh, I, I really like it. Uh, the photo quality is great. He's got extra uh, sponsors in there with the IWI. Uh, I would like to have seen maybe some more sponsor stuff in there. Maybe some Factory 47. You know, maybe some, maybe some Red Army Standard Ammo. I mean, there's, there's room for other things. Maybe some Seal 1 Cleaning in there where others have had that. Uh, but I'm gonna, you don't know what's in that crate. I don't know what's in the crate, so he <laughs> he should have showed me, but I like the skull. You know, he's got a skull in there. I love skulls. I'm a big fan of skulls. So uh, I'm I'm torn. You know, I'm, I'm thinking like Brian was before, like a 4.5. So there's, no five, so there's not five, so I got to give him a five. I got to go my five. man's even got a Davernov chest rig, which is super sick. Yeah. Very hard to get. And that Bakelite right there, if it's the 40-rounder, that's like the Holy Grail. All right, next one is from Pew Pew RN. Eric, I think. Is that right? No. Up. It'd be right after that last yeah, one. Probably. Yeah, this is Ryan. I guess I've got him out of order. I'll have to. Oh, maybe his was one that I couldn't share. I think his was a video. Yeah, so let me go to his Pew Pew's actual site. And, and Brian, you know him. You know Eric. He, he attended our um, AK Concepts. Uh, 100%. Eric's awesome. Uh, and there he is with James. Uh, he's a tactical response alum. And Jay the Nightmare with two Ts, Gibson. There you go. Let's find his entry. I think this is it right here. So he's got some badass music going. Loud as hell. I'm going to turn the music off. So we've got him shooting a AP5. Since your arms AP5, he's at a range day somewhere. There's Andrew. There's our AK Concepts class with all the beautiful ODS 1775s. There's a picture of Eric and Lefty. Uh, and then there's him with all our other sponsors, Defiant, uh, Factory 47. There was some, uh, what else was in there? Can I not rewind this thing? I don't know what range day that is. There's some Canics down there. So this is Eric. This is Pew Pew RN. He's got a lot of good things. I like his video. I like the way he put it together. This is the first one he's got. Anybody's got one of me. Uh, there's our Mission First Tactical. There's some patches. So he's got a lot of stuff in here. So let's go to judge this. Let's start off with James. So I like that he had all the sponsor stuff. I like that he took the time to make a video. I mean, a lot of the stuff in the video, like we kind of hit one of the guys earlier because it was content that wasn't made specifically for this. But he kind of put it all together for this. Yeah, um, he put it together for this contest. I mean, that right yeah, there, yeah. I think that right part there, of that, it. That opening shot, I think, is the most important. I mean, yeah. 
the one with your face really brings it down a notch, but <laughs> we'll, we'll kind of overlook that. Um, uh, I like that banana painted mag. That's funny. Um, and no, I like that's that real. Trains. They sold those. The banana mags. The U.S. Yeah, Palm. That's that's cool. And I, I like that he one. trains. So you know, I give him some points there. So I think I'm going to go a solid four on this one. Okay. So we got a four from James. Clay. I think it's a solid four too. The opening clip was definitely purpose made. Would love to have seen some guns on that table. Everything else is definitely recycled. However, a lot of cool century stuff. The AP5's there. I love seeing Drew. Hung out with him a little bit at Shot Show. Oh yeah. Uh, he was supposed to have been on with us tonight, but they're he's out fishing. Oh yeah. In the outer yeah, I banks. Found out, I found out what his favorite crime was at Shot Show. Maybe we'll talk about that. Oh, we did. We've talked about that on the show. Yeah. We gave him hell over that. <laughs> yeah, this is a four for me. All right, Brian. Five all day long. He's about that life. He's out there. He uh, contributes to the show a lot. Um, he met the criteria. I'm going five. Nice. Marco. Well, if I didn't know better, I'd be looking at uh, kind of like the beginning of the Century Arms TV commercial. Ah, yeah. I mean, if somebody sits down and then edits it nicely, it's the music to it, and uh, that's, that's it. They got the TV commercial. And uh, so all the cool guns, this guy is obviously living the life. And um, I'm going to go with the, uh, you know, the nickel. Solid five. Nice. And I, too, will give him a five because I think he put a lot of effort in this. And I think the, uh, the range days that he went to there and shooting those guns were after we did the contest. So I don't <laughs> think these were held prior to. So he went and took the time to go to these because one of the one of the things that I say is that if you do not own a Century Firearms, go to a local range, go to a range day event, take pictures. Uh, you know, if Century Arms there, take pictures, you know, with the people, with the products, and he did that. And I think I think those events were held after we started this contest. So Okay, so I didn't I didn't have that information beforehand, but like on the table, I keep looking at that opening shot. I, I really like all the merch that's there. Like he's definitely I said this earlier on another guy where he's been obviously showing some brand loyalty. He's all in, he's doing the thing, but like Clay pointed out, there wasn't, you know, much rifle going on there until you get to video clips, which I thought were kind of repurposed. So knowing what you're telling me now, I think I'd up mine to a five for that reason. Okay, so we'll change that to a five. And and that's your prerogative. You can change your, your vote. Yeah, I didn't have all the information, so. That's okay. That's okay. It's all your right. fault. It's my fault. My bad. <laughs> all right, now we're back to the Ryan Reisner. Let's go back. So here we go. Father, son, photo. Absolutely love it. Love the grin on this kid's face so uh let's read his caption i would love to win the bft 47 so i can give it to my son as a birthday surprise he shot my mac 90 on his own a few days before he turned three and loved it so much he emptied the magazine he's always been into loud things so shooting guns comes naturally to him gun safety is important to our whole family so i would keep it in my safe until he moves out but we'd be able to go shooting all the time. We borrowed my buddy's Zastav 
Zastavum M92 for this picture. I'm holding my Mac 90 with an Occam Defense Merc handguard. Also have SIL-1 CLP under the hood. Nice. Please vote for me. We would love to have an awesome American-made Sentry Arms AK in the family. And he's got the tags and the, the hashtags in there. So let's start with Marco. Well, I mean, it's like, uh, so I have two boys, right? One of them's have grown already and the other one is in college. And uh, so ever since they were little kids, you know, I would take them shooting all the time. And um, so I'm kind of partial to that kind of bringing your boy into the into the, uh, the the lifestyle that you live and kind of not so much as like being the gun nut per se, you know, in parentheses, but uh, in quotes, uh, more of a like a uh, develop a healthy relationship with the firearm. Just another life skill to teach to a young one. So the life skill that he might uh, use it for hunting or, or, uh, or sports or something else. And uh, instead of the unhealthy fascination, and then eventually, you know, right, God forbid, um, disaster strikes. But anyway, so uh, obviously he doesn't have the Sentry arms, but he went out of his way to borrow the the product that Sentry brings to the market. So I mean, good effort, uh, good thing, and bringing his kid um, in the right way. So there we go, five. Nice. Marco gives him a five. James. Yeah, I keep. Uh, I hate to keep hammering the, the family element here, but this one hits a little different too because uh, it's not like they're all tacked out and doing the whole you know tactical gomer thing. They're this is a really organic picture of a father son having a good father son day. Um, you know, dressed in just everyday clothes, and you can see it in their faces. They obviously are having a blast. I mean, the kid looks like he's having the best day of his life. Uh, the booster break on that shorty really hits home. I love that. And then the Merc handguard, uh, nice touch there. Is he missing a break on that, uh, on that rifle? On the Merc one? I can't tell. It looks like yeah, he's it looks missing. Like it might be a fresh build unless he had a can on it or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I'm not I just, sure, but I, I definitely, uh, nice hat tip to Occam there and, and he hit all the tags. So, uh, yeah, this is good. I'm hitting it with a five. Nice. Brian. Well, I'm going to assume charitably that he uh, installed that himself because um, he just kind of looks like somebody that is trying to get after it. Um, and, uh, well, also because he's missing a muzzle device. I think that's the threading that we see there. And yeah. maybe it was a hand. I don't know if it was a pre-ban or something, but... Uh, he yeah. says it's a Mac 90, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Mac there's 90. Two, there's, there's the Mac 90s with the thumb holes and then the ones before then, right? Oh, I, I see what you're saying, yeah, yeah. And the the, the Mac 90s that uh, um, that came in customs before, had, had, they had a threaded barrel. And so, uh, <laughs> and I can see some naked steel, I think. I might be imagining it, but I think he probably did our quick and dirty install there. Not that many people do it. It's awesome. But what really, I, the thing I saw first was the stinking grin on that cute little kid. <laughs> and he is clearly like, yeah, he's on maximum overload fun. So this gets a five for me for sure. Very good. And Clay? Uh, easy five for me. I was that kid once. My dad taught me everything I know about shooting 
as a kid and and uh like someone stated before it might have been james when my dad brought me up it wasn't very tech of course this is the 90s it would there wasn't there wasn't this over emphasis of just being tactical it was lever guns wheel guns on into carbines first ak everything else my dad bought me my first everything i i've always felt like certain kids that were brought up not around guns and they found guns at a later age they're the ones that have the most questions and usually tend to be a little unsafe at first this kid is very fortunate uh to have a dad like that as i was this is a this is a home run for me this is five all right so i guess i'm going to be the uh the bad guy here sorry sorry ryan this is a great picture i love the the concept the caption you know everything is great but there are some that are better um, that we've had today. Um, but uh, this is definitely great. I appreciate the the effort that you put into it. I'm going to give it a four. All right, let's move on to Mustang Perry. we got two more. Mustang Perry. And is this Mustang? This is him. All right, so it says, It is dangerous to go alone. To go alone, take this. My wife told me I need to prepare for our first child due October 16th. Am I doing this right? I have a borrowed TP9 and other sponsors' prizes that I have acquired over the years of listening. And he is uh, one of the original OG listeners, too. So uh, let's dissect this picture. He's got Keltec ammo box. He's got Defiant Munitions. Uh, he's got one of our old stickers, a couple of our old stickers there, Talking Lit stickers. Um is that what can is that a canic that he's got there? Yeah, TP nine. He said he borrowed a TP nine. Um, is that your hat, Clay? Yeah, first time I saw some of our merch on there. That's awesome. Yeah, so there's a is it third pin? Third pin threads. Third pin threads. There you go. He's got primary arms in there. Friends of the show. They uh, Ken over there at primary does a lot for the show. We really appreciate him. Uh, he's got an optic over here that's primary arms. Uh, I know he's going to get some ding for some points from Brian for his for his AR. Looks like he's got a uh, Flatline Fiberco uh, sling there too. So another friends of the show. Am I missing anything? You guys see anything? Oh, Red Army Standard Ammo. And the Sentry Arms diapers in that uh, rig. Oh, that is diapers. Okay. Yeah, and, and then the milk <laughs> bottles and there's a bib. And, There's a um, bit. Okay. He's making a legend, an old school Legend of Zelda reference there. There's the, oh. the sword, and then the little pixelated icon on the on the bib there. Okay, it's dangerous, it's dangerous to go alone. Take this. That's if I remember right. That's like it's it's been a gosh thirty years or something. But I think that's what's going on, and it was legit back in the day. So I never I played Zelda, so. I don't know. All right, let's start. Let's start us off, Brian. What do you give it? Um, New dad. Yeah, that, that AR is a friggin' problem. Um, <laughs> but uh, other than that, I really dig the uh, the loadout of diapers and and uh, and bottles. That's pretty fresh. Um, and the Zelda reference, I've got a whole rant I give on that that I won't give now. Um, and uh, but for that reason, I'm gonna go or it that. That AR is like a zero, but the Legend of Zelda counters it up to a four. Gotcha. Marco. Well, I'm with Brian on this one. Um, the 
you know, it just looks like another staged picture and uh, a shaggy carpet, so to speak. And uh, we've seen several of them like this. However, it does have a little, uh, um, I guess, uh, element of uh, cre uh, creativity with the diapers and everything and him expecting his first child. So I'm going to go with Brian and give him a solid four. All right. For the effort and originality. James. Yeah, I'm not really docking him for the AR unless that's an angled foregrip on there because I think that would be gay. But the AR is like, you know, it's a pretty nice setup. So I'm, I'm okay with that. Uh, he caught a lot of the sponsor stuff in there and uh, had a creative element. But there's just been a lot of much better posts. Um, boy, gosh. I mean, I like, I dig the hat. I like the third pin hat. That's pretty badass. And uh, like Clay said, that's kind of the first time we've seen that. So yeah, um, that was awesome. That's a that's a nice touch in there, and it actually kind of stands out in the picture, which is cool. But uh, I don't know. I, I think I'll go a four on this as well. All right. Just just really for the creativity and the hat. Clay. I have to agree with all of you. I think there have been better photos. It is super sick. The hats in there. He's even got our little North Hollywood Ivan sticker next to the canic pistol which is oh. super sick We've got the dual beta drum with the uh, a2 dissipator the ar is a that's a that's a negative for me pushes it down to a four it's almost a five though got to give it a four so i'm giving it a solid four um just because you got all the elements in there uh i think we only we gave away five of those hats didn't we last time you were on and this is the first one that's shown up in a in a picture, so I got to give him uh, kudos for for doing that. Not even knowing that you're going to be a judge, you know. So that's kind of cool. So I'll give him a solid four. All right, I do believe this is our last one, and I will do a, a sweep after this just to make sure. And this is from Behurst eighty seven, and it says. BFT47 contest. This entry from Leadhead B. Hurst just made it under the deadline. So he got this one in just in time. CAI family tested and been great so far. Wifey even helped for picture day. Just said it couldn't be outside, but kids had fun making all the letters. Love testing American-made AKs and would be thrilled to try and test the BFT47. Keep up the good work, guys. He's got all the tags, all the hashtags. So the picture that we're looking at, um, he's taking some some firearm elements and he's spelled out Leadhead BFT47. And then over on the right, he's got AK Corner. And he's done it with various AK furniture and parts. Uh, and then on the table, uh, he's, got a, he's got a plethora of guns there. So um, describe all the guns that we're seeing there. Marco, Clay, everybody. Mosin. Go ahead, Clay. We got a RPK. looks like another M70 AB2. I'm not sure what the bullpup's made out of. Maybe a Mac 90. Mosin, two M92s. Yep. And it looks, looks like a Keltec that's uh, folded over. And, uh, man, if you don't mind, I'll go first. I'll oh, that is a Sub-2000. Yeah, he's got a yeah, Keltec Sub-2000. Sub I didn't even see that. Yeah, he's got the Keltec Sub-2000, but... Loving the the creativity on this one. Yeah, go, Clay. 
This is an easy five. My man literally has BFT 47 spelled out with AK, pistons, trigger guards, bolts, cleaning kits, and re uh, uh, a recoil rod. I see a dong in there. We looks looks like we got a, a very rare uh, Romanian. It's like several dongs. Dong from an Ames. I got Hungarian pistol grips. It, way too much to unpack here. Easy five. The, the amount of effort and the fact that he had to clean all that up afterwards. That's a five. And we got a bayonet in there. Yeah, a lot on very the cool. bullpup. I mean, the first bullpup we've seen. Brian, that's probably going to dock. Get docked by Brian. But Brian, what's your I'm ashamed to say that I'm building a bull pup for Nils Gravelius right now. <laughs> <laughs> Who was supposed to have been on here judging with us. Yeah, he he hooked me when we were slow like a long time ago. And the thing, he wants it done even worse than I do. And uh, so we're trying to get it out, but it, it's been a nightmare. Um, so uh, let's see here. I think I'm going to get a little snobby here and play some other people's roles. The um, the staging of the shot is suboptimal. And there are other <laughs> shooters. No, no. Check it out. He took some butcher paper, which is cool. I get that. That's great. But the butcher paper doesn't fill the frame. And we've got the curtain in the back and then the one leg of the chair. And um, <laughs> I understand the struggle is real because I've, I've, I've done a lot of you know jacked up shit like this and i do this for a living however when we got those dudes that are hiking to the top of some hill to stage the shot i could set this out and clean it up in under an hour and between the photoshop guy and the dude on the top of the mountain guaranteed longer setup time so i and this is one of my favorite shots so i don't want to make it out like i'm hating on the guy i thought this was really clever and awesome but i'm going with the four on this one could have could have been raining outside yeah and he could have set out two more sheets of butcher paper <laughs> but I, I, see, I know what happened because i've done this he was think he doesn't photograph a lot of stuff and he was not thinking about the aspect ratio and so see how all the all the parts are 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 on the paper but when you go to photo them, it ain't gonna work. So if he had done the done the work to get it like really nicely staged, I think it'd be a five for me because you could almost make a poster out of this. It's I think so he even close. moved the the kitchen or not the kitchen, but the dining room table. That was like the dining room. He he moved the table and furniture out and everything. So I think he put yeah, a little I'm sorry, more effort. I'm a hater. I'm gonna okay. Go All right, sorry, James. <laughs> I I tried, Hurst. I'm sorry, buddy. Yeah, here's the thing. I I. I appreciate, now I don't know if this guy is a mastermind or if this was by accident, but if you sit back and look at this picture, it, it looks like those those little rugs that were like in Iraq and stuff. Oh, the flea yeah, yeah, all the right. I thought the same thing when I first saw it. I thought it was a war rug. So, uh, yeah, war rug. So, like, that hits home for me. I really love the war rug look. And you know what? When you take a picture of your war rug, how do you take it? With part of the floor and the curtain and all this, sh this is straight Kyber Pass packy shit right here. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I don't care what Brian says, and I don't care if this guy was like meant to do it or if it was an accident. The only thing I don't like is where's all the sponsor stuff, like the little merch stuff. You know, where's the third pin hat on this one? I, I don't see it. But damn, it's a war rug, dude. Like that's straight up. That I'm giving it a five just to piss Brian off. Nice, Clay. Oh, I think I already gave it a five. Oh, is that? Okay, Marco. All right, so um, 
when I first kind of when you were going through all the pictures and stuff on your web page there, and I saw that kind of slide by and fly by, I thought it was like that's kind of stupid shit, you know. <laughs> somebody just put together all the all the collection together, but then when it's actually you look closely and there's so much going on in here, here's what you would call an AK guy. Period. And reason for that is not because of all these rare parts that he accumulated. And I'm pretty sure there's like a couple more crates or maybe a several crates of parts that he didn't put in in here. But to spell out stuff using AK parts. But I'm also looking at some gems in here. Okay. Yeah. So you got the 40 Bakelite, 40 magazine. You got on the background that I don't know what that's some kind of PAP or AM70 or something done. It's got the aluminum magazine in there. Uh, wonderful uh, motion again. And, of course, the RPK. The only, uh, the, I'm sorry with the hand and stuff in the camera, but the only uh, a huge, you know, deduct out of this whole deal would be the bullpup. And another <laughs> uh, SNI idea to put the uh, bayonet on the bullpup. I mean, you're going to smell that guy's breath when you stab him. But... Uh, in any case, it's a solid five for me. All right. I didn't even notice that he spelled out AK Corner until just now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's Very one cool. of the first things I said. Is like he even spelled out AK Corner. It's pretty sweet. Um, I love it. He's got Leadhead in there. He's got BFT-47. He's got the AK Corner, and it's all done with AK-47 parts. He's got the Sub-2000 in there from kel one of my all-time favorite firearms. Absolutely love that. And I don't care what y'all say, I love bullpups. Uh, so I like the fact that he's got a, a, an AK bullpup in there. Uh, but but again, there have been some better um, posts. And just for that fact alone, um, I'm going to give him a four. So now the ones that I got to go back to in looking at them, even if I gave them a five, they wouldn't get up to... Uh, our top scores. We have three at 25. Three posts at 25. And let me just make sure. I'll go through here again. And look. Hey, uh, Marty, what about just voting one more time on the three that are there? Well, rather than doing it random. Okay, we can do that. Um, and, I, and, and Jerry's, I need to vote on Jerry's because Jerry's uh, was one of those that Paul didn't vote on. And I, I'll give him a five. So that puts him at 25. So Brett B is, has 25. Jerry Black has 25. And Flood Munitions has 25. So let's go to those three. And we'll start off with, I'll just go back in back order here. So Flood Munitions will be first. Oh, uh, did I pass it? Oh, right there. So two, um, it was the two girls with the faces, right? No, Flood Munitions was the guy who had the RPK outside with the skulls. Oh, that's towards the top. Yeah, right, Here. right there. Okay. Yeah, so let's go to his because I didn't have all his pictures. So here's here's Flood Munitions, all right? So... We're not going to vote yet. I just want you guys to look at them again. I'm going to show you yep. all of them. 
So he's got the good quality camera, taking the good pictures. He's got the RPK, the bayonet. He's got the Masada. He's got the nice, cool outdoor look going there. Weather cooperated with him. So that's Floods. So now let's go to Jerry Black's. And he was the one where he was at the beach. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the daughter, with the daughter getting engaged. Right Here there, right there. Yep. Yeah. My daughter just got engaged, and they are talking marriage. I am talking lead. They want to spend the rest of the century in each other's arms. I want a new century arms. And he's got he's got it all in here. He's got SEAL 1. He's got Mission First. He's got uh, U.S. Palm. He's got the, looks like a, uh, I think that's a Sentry or a Canic. I think he's got a Canic in there. Defiant Munitions. He's got the Occam. So, and again, he's on vacation. All right, so that's Jerry. And then Brett Bedal. Here's Brett's. Um, and I'm not going to read all his again, but I think we all remember he and his daughter, uh, they're ROs, they're teaching and preaching the 2A life, uh, teaching what they preach, so to speak. Here's the pictures, and he's got the IWI shotgun. He went to SHOT Show, took some pictures. I don't give him any credit for the shot show one just because that's so hard for people. You got to have a hookup for that. I think it's cool. Don't get me wrong, but I don't want our listeners to feel like only the, you know, somebody with a hookup can win this thing. But well, the rest of it is so impressive. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, in but, my the, mind. but the fact that he went to shot show and he went by Century Arms and he, you know, took the pictures. Yeah, totally. Um, and again, you know, that was something that I said, if you didn't have a Century Arms that, you know, go to an event. Go to a range day, shooting event. Go to your local gun store. Beg, borrow, don't steal. Um, but, you know, whatever you had to do to get a picture. Um, but, of course, obviously, he didn't even need to do that. He didn't even need to include that in this. Cause right. he's, he's That's what I mean. He's, he's got all the stuff. Elsewhere. Is, yeah. that a, is that a Factory 47 t-shirt, yes. James? Yeah, it is. That's the Ishmash one. You've got green shirts? I want a green shirt. Yeah. I want something other Should. than black. You should have told me that this morning. I didn't know you had green ones. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know they came in green. Uh, so there it you might, go. It might not be too late. So there you go. Do you guys need to see them again? Do you need me to bring them up again? Um, no. Okay, so here's what I want you to do. I want you to silently, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring each one up and then just tell me, tell me what your vote is on it. I wrote down the name of the guy, if you just want to go that way. Okay, so what did you give Jerry Black? Look, who's Jerry Black again? He was yeah. the uh, Florida picture. Oh, okay. Jerry Black, the, the daughter that was getting married. So uh, All these guys have perfect scores, right? So if we vote again, it, it, it's the same. I think it works if we just do one man, one vote. What about if we just do one, two, three? You know, who's the sure. first, who's the second, who's the third? Okay. Sure. So you guys put them in order. 
Put 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 them in. We'll, a... we'll put one finger, two fingers, a three finger. All right, let me write on there. So we got Jerry, we got Brett, is is, and we got um, flood munitions. All right, so what did you rank each one, Marco? So I'd say um, the guy with the daughter being my number one. Well, they both. There's two people had daughters. Brett had a daughter. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, the young one, the competition shooters. Okay, Brett Badal. Then the the beach guy with the daughter too, and then RPK three. Okay. Meaning like first place, second place, third place. Okay. And Clay. Uh. My third place would be Jerry at the beach. Okay. My all-time favorite post and my second place is Flood Munitions. I still think that is the most beautiful post so far. But uh, Brett, his story, he has your merch, all the rules, everything he's doing for the community. I think uh, he's my number one. Nice. Brian. Third place, Jerry, not because I don't love it, but kind of the same rationale as as Clay. Two, I thought uh, Flood Munitions was the best composed photograph, but again, same story. Brett Padau has the the best uh, the best overall. All right, and James. Uh, number three, I have uh, Flood Munitions with the RPK. I think the quality was was there, and the creativity was great, but. Again, just better, better post, tough competition. Number two, I have Jerry at the beach. Uh, I love the family element, loved the creativity, and uh, you know he put in some work for that. But Brett Vidal, they're in the training world. They're expanding the uh, the positive side of this industry and this this stuff. And what they're doing for us is actually uh, helping preserve our rights and bringing in the next wave of people. And they're doing it responsibly. They also hit all the marks, and the creativity was there. So like. Yeah, just tough competition. So I got Brett Vidal number one. There you go. So it uh, doesn't matter how I vote, um, but uh, Brett number one, Jerry number two, Flood number three is how I've got it scored. So our winner of the Century Arms BFT 47 is Brett Vidal. Congratulations, Brett. Yay! Yay! Good Keep job. Doing doing. I think he really encompassed the whole um what it what is what's the word I'm looking for of the competition, the the, the vibe. The Say spirit, it. Yeah, the spirit, the vibe, you know, kind of what we were trying to, to capture with the with this giveaway. So um and again, I only I only made this available to our listeners. I did not open this up to outside channels like I do a lot of our, our giveaways. So uh, this was a great opportunity for you listeners to get involved. Your your chances of winning were were great. You see, we had you know less than twenty five entries on this, so um, you missed out if you didn't take part. But congratulations to to everyone. Everybody's going to win something, and um, I think for our first, uh, our second, and third place guys, um, in addition to whatever Century's going to put up. Uh, I'm also going to give you some stuff from Seal One and from Mission First Tactical. So you're going to get some dump trays. You're going to get some uh, Seal One cleaning uh, products, 
uh, and we'll get some other stuff to you too. Um, but everyone who took part and participated, email me, talkinglead at gmail.com, and let me know that you entered. I need your mailing addresses, shirt sizes, you know, things like that, in case we, you know, they want to give you some shirts. Uh, and then, of course, Brett, um, I will put you in touch with Century, and they'll get your FFL info and, and take care of all that. Um, so... Big thanks to our judges for taking the time to do this. Uh, wow, it took a little longer than I thought, especially when we did the you know the opener with James. But I really, I really think that um, that needed to be done. And I appreciate everybody sharing their stories about Jaeger. And um, sorry, Paul dropped off. I know he is too. He's sick to death about it. But um, we'll have Paul back on again sometime soon. When he's done with dinner. We, yeah, we, we'll try not to do it during his dinner time. I think it, it happened last time, too. He had to drop off early. Probably cause, he's like a third baguette or something. Because yeah. uh, Mama was calling him to dinner. So, um, guys, real quick, let's go around the horn and tell everybody what you got going going on and coming up. Uh, Clay, we got Kalash Bash coming up in Texas. Tell us all about it. Yes, sir. Kalash Bash will be October 8th and 9th, rapidly approaching. Uh, Century will be there. They've sponsored everything we've ever done. I couldn't be more thankful to those guys. They sponsor a ton of events. They give a ton of guns away. Um, I remember a statistic they they told us back when we went to Red October in like 2016. Like 90% of the AKs in this country have Century roll marked on the side. They brought in a ton of guns, a lot of AKs, a lot of other surplus stuff. So big shout out to Century. But yeah, come on out to KB if you want to do gun stuff. Still got tickets available? Very few. Very few. They'll probably be gone in about a week, so if you want to go, get on it. Well, make sure you save me a spot. Uh, what about third third pin threads? Oh, yes, we are. Oh, I shouldn't say. I'll say it here. It's the first time I've said it. We're launching eight new shirts on the website this weekend. We've been working on these designs for a long time. We have some of our new hats. Got the little Draco hat. Sweet. Century product. But the shirts we worked really hard on, they're all launching this weekend. And uh, thank you for having me on guys it's been so cool brian james marco uh it was great meeting you great talking to you guys for the first time and uh, absolutely hopefully we'll do it again thank you so much for having me no, we will definitely have you back um when we do like ak specific stuff because you've got you're a wealth of knowledge and we love i know our listeners love having you on too so thanks for being on brian what's uh, going on with Occam? Yeah, it's been great having Clay on real quick. Um, his knowledge far exceeds mine on more standard um, and classic uh, forms of the AK. Uh, so really been a joy to hear. Uh, he, he'll he call out little stuff. Well, Mark, Marco, of course, you know, Zen Master level. But between the two um, of them, somebody we don't miss Somebody younger a... than me and he knows a lot more and that's super cool. So yeah. I appreciate having you on, sir. Um, Let's see, we are about to ship our PH2 iron sights that have four, well, three diopters plus a battle notch. Um, The big improvement over the PH1 um, is that we're making it and uh, we had uh, some other people were making them for us before. Um, We're making them in-house. They're 100% made in the USA, right? You know, every last little pin and screw. Um, And uh, the other big improvement in my mind is that they now take... uh, AR-15 front posts. So if you have a favorite post, narrower or, you know, different um, or tritium, whatever. Um, yep, those are up uh, up there. 
And uh, in truth, that photo is of the PH ones, but the uh, PH twos. If you go to uh, parts and accessories, and then sights and optics, all okay. the parts, all the metal stuff on there, with the exception of sheet metal. Yep, there you go, PH two. So it's got that little clicky rotatey thing. Something we changed this. Yeah. So there, that's not an AR. 15 front post in the photo but it will be when you get yours and um the over on the left there um uh it's got three diopters plus a battle notch so if you like that ak feel um with a big open notch it's actually bigger than the stock notch um then uh, you'll really dig these they go nice on the galil ace 2.0 they go on scorpions and they go on our stuff um so really excited to finally have that shipping you still got the wood we still got wood. Um, yeah, we've got some wood uh, stock panels and rail panels. We've got an enhanced um, mag catch. Oh, and I Clay and Marco, I got to send you guys some. James James has to pay for his, but I'd love to send you guys some. Um, <laughs> that are it's a billet um, mag catch that uh, is really radiused, and it has kind of we call it the fat bottom. Is it um, on here? Yeah, go to uh, um, parts. Boom, there it is. It also comes with a spring compressor that's kind of a single-use item, but it, it works, and a pin and a new spring. So those folks who are watching on video, uh, well, Clay and Marco, um, you'll see how it's kind of rounded a little bit. It's like mm -hmm. the real, it, it has the same idea as a big honkin' extended one, except it's sort of a reasonable man's one. It's just a little bit more, a little bit like the uh, side lobe on a Galil or a Valmet, but on both sides. So it's just a little more. Oh, there it is. It's nice on your finger. If you dry practice a lot, that big radius will keep you from. Yeah, there we go. Um, your finger, if you do a lot of dry practice on a standard catch, will get sore. And we do our best to smooth those out, but it's sheet metal. There's only so much metal there. So the fat bottom aims to fix that and, and make your thumb happier. Very nice. Super cool. Yeah. Anything else? Yeah. Within the reason. Instead of that big old, like, uh, mushroomy looking thing. That's awesome, Brian. Oh, cool. Thanks. Yeah, I can't wait for you to try one. We got an install tool, too, that's dropping next couple of weeks um, that, that makes swaging that axis really easy. Like, no-brainer easy. And that's traditionally been really hard to get a good swage on. You know, yeah, everybody hates messing with that axis if they have to. This new tool we've got just makes it clean. So, I'm excited to roll out more products where guys can start with a little baby project and work on their AK and get a little more comfortable because a lot of my customers just have not had a lot of hand tool experience and and working with metal so really excited to, to start moving in that direction and helping people to learn for themselves how to be good armors very nice marco what you got going on well um you know i'm working on my third book kind of lazily <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully it'll come out sometime within a year or two uh this time i'm gonna I'm dedicating it to uh, sniper rifles and development Ooh. of sniper rifle as we know today. Sweet. And uh, we also, on the September 29th, it's going to be our fifth annual uh, training exercise for Southeastern Michigan Army ROTC. So we started this thing five years ago with um, 
the kids who um, sometimes, you know, they in at the University of Michigan, Eastern Michigan University, and uh, Wayne State uh, on ROTC program, and then, you know, it turns out they don't. I mean, other than the rubber ducks in the summer, and then two weeks in the in the camp with the rubber ducks, you know, the the resin copies of firearms, they really don't have any experience in the real um, um, military standard and non-standard uh, uh, weapons. So we're doing it for free, 100% free. We provide oh, the ammo, sweet. we provide all the guns, all the machine guns, and it's Very anything cool. from M9 pistol to M17 and uh, then on to my deuce, uh, which is uh, a Hummy mounted M60, M240, M249, and of course all the complement of uh, Comblock weapons. Uh, right. Anything from uh, KR9 or Vitis 9mm gun to um, to a PKM, as well as various sniper rifles. Are you doing and, um, uh, private training still? I'm still doing the private training, and uh, you know, uh, but those now rare just because of the, some other activities that I'm involved in. and uh, But um, that's basically it. And uh, um, we thinking this year is going to be a kind of like slightly publicized event because, you know, we have to clear everything with the, with the Army. Right. But um, we're going to kind of make a, um, a mimic of that event and uh, trying to get the media types Send me yeah, some info on it. I will. I yeah, will. definitely. So Send me probably some info. Uh, sometime in uh, March we'll have another event. What part of Michigan is that? To, it's going to be actually we we holding it at the uh, Sandusky County uh, Sportsman's Club, but just the east of Toledo. Okay. Ohio. Gotcha. I mean, it's kind of in the uh, crossroads of America, so to speak. You got all the major highways, seventy-five. Uh, 94 90 80 uh sure. you know 69 whatever two major airports uh detroit and toledo a uh, bunch of hotels bunch of restaurants all around so we're going to try to make it maybe a two-day maybe three-day event for media nice um well send me some info on that i'll try to make it up there if i can definitely and um okay. and your books they can get your books on amazon amazon yeah just uh um Put in search, put Marco Vorobiev in search, and uh, the whole bunch of two books will come out. <laughs> well, you're working on that third, though, so yeah. you need to get that third done. Very well, cool. and for those of us not seeing the video, I've been holding up uh, Marco's book, AK-47, Survival and Evolution of the World's Most Prolific Gun. I bought it um, after the last episode that we taped, and he has a gorgeous depiction of the history of the AK and some of the American efforts and um, just all kinds of good info from a native Russian speaker who was there. And um, yeah. it's, it's very well done. highly recommended read, not a lot of money, hop on Amazon and just hit that buy button. You'll, you'll enjoy yourself. You'll there learn, you you'll know more. And Thank James, you, Brian. <laughs> Thank you. James factory 47. Uh, yeah. I mean, you and I talked about it this weekend. We're going to work on some, uh, some stuff together, probably make an announcement next, uh, next time I'm on the show. So yeah. stay tuned for that. Uh, as far as personal stuff this year, um, after this weekend, I kind of talked to some people, I'm going to 
uh, do a couple classes. So if anyone wants to come train with me, I'll probably bring some shirts and swag and stuff as well. Um, looking at uh, Thunder Ranch class around SHOT Show, uh, Sunny class down around April sometime. And then um, I'm going to I'm gonna commit right now. I'm going back to Camden probably three times next year to take some classes. So if people want to come out to tactical response and, uh, you know, if you've trained before and you want to just get back into it, this would be a great year to do it because now is uh, an important time, I feel like, and uh, for many reasons. And then also, um, if you've been training and you've been to ca uh, tactical response before, it's a great time to go back and uh, we can train together and meet up, have a good time and do all the things. So there you that's go. my year. Do all the things. And uh, so go to I the website. To take it back to tactical response here for the send off. Sorry. No, that's <laughs> fine. In Factory 47, you go to their website, you use the code LEADHEAD, you're going to get 10% off. Um, any of the stuff there, and he's got hats and hoodies and t-shirts and tumblers. So can you go? Can you go to the uh, collections there, and then mm -hmm. go down to the Wolverines collection real quick? Oh yeah, my favorite so, collection. So for those watching, we put out a uh, the Calumet High Wolverines class of '84 play on the Red Dawn, right? The high school, and I've actually surprisingly got some hits lately where people are mad that it's not in black, but the school colors <laughs> were the blue, yellow, and white. So. Uh, big announcement! Breaking news! I'm gonna release it in black. Nice. And, uh, oh, and then, man. I, and we'll I, put I the hoodie. Kind of, What's that? I was kind of rooting for like a navy dark blue. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm a, in Ann Arbor, Michigan, right? So the Wolverines here. Boo! Oh, that's a good one. Okay, Boo! We'll have to work on that. Are you gonna do the hoodie in blue? I'd like to. I need to. Uh, that's gonna be a little trickier, but I'm gonna work on that. And then uh, I am gonna put the hoodie out in black. Though I don't have. There's no hoodie right now, so we gotta. Work oh, on okay. That. Yeah, but, if you uh, do a, a hoodie in blue, I'll definitely will get one. Yeah, James, we gotta get going on that. That would be badass. James, I'm gonna have to give you kudos on this one. Uh, I just kind of like a throwback vintage feel to it. Uh, yeah. And uh, you know, kind of incorporate that uh, the whole high school feel and. Wolverines and I mean it just uh, I'm a old, like I said I'm an old soul and I like the vintage stuff so this is this is yeah, great and the color scheme is just perfect. All right, guys, that does it for another episode of the Talking Lead AK Corner. Tune in each and every month uh, for uh, all the AK news and education here on Talking Lead. Brought to you by Century Arms. Go show all our sponsors some love. And use those discount codes. Take advantage of them. Uh, so until the next episode, Leadheads, get out there, shoot, and uh, bring a bring a new person into the uh, firearms industry. <laughs>